All right, we're actually live. Start we're live. Without, without without interrupt, like without me just hit. Hey, let's record in the middle of the conversation that everyone's having. Everyone's well, what was happening before? Did we miss out on it? Like, nah, you didn't. So this then was- I had to. Ta- that's the George Carlin uh, joke where he talks about you're at a party and everything's really loud, so you have to shout really loud to be heard. And you're like, I know, I know. And then everything gets quiet at one at one time. I- that's why I have to have my testicles laminated. <laughs> you just come right in there. Start the podcast. That's why I have to have my testicles laminated. <laughs> What's your rant? What's bothering you? Because I it's been it's been a month from hell, but I'm I'm curious to see if, if your day is, has gone as bad. Well, you'll love this. You'll love this one, Kev. All right. So I wasted, I think, well, it's at least five hours today on a job interview and one interview yeah i drove up to duluth oh okay so you're on the road yes yes so the drive time plus the interview yeah it's five six hours something like that complete waste of time 100 percent complete waste of time it was with a government agency up there imagine and and uh i applied for the job and I looked at the job description. You know, you talk about a lot, a lot, Cap. Make sure you get a job description. Make sure you get a job description. I'm looking at it. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. Yeah, I can do this. I'm in there in the interview. And they're like, well, you realize that this job is in our utilities department, don't you? <laughs> and it's like, I read the job description and it seemed pretty general. And they're like, well, we have to write it that way because of the union. And so it's like, why did you have me interview you fucking retards? Wait, wait, wait. What is, what is it? Why did you waste my time? Why did you make me drive up there for you to say, well, actually this isn't in your field of expertise, DT. Is it, or is it not? (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a civil engineer. Right. And so there's a lot of different things that I'm trained in that I went to school for, but, uh, the particular, um, branch of civil engineering that I've had in my career is not that. But but when I was reading the job description, I, I could have easily, I mean, there's lots of ways that you could have plugged me into this government agency, but it's very, um, um, their departments are very divided. It's very structured. There's no like helping out other departments. It's just everything that you think about government employees and government is true. Oh yeah, without, without a doubt. Thing you think, and and Duluth is supposed to be this kind of progressive area, right? <laughs> DFL voters, oh, we're progressive up here, and they treat people this way. They treat they treat you like total shit, like that, well, just like disregarding your time. Well, so, that would we'll say it's just that's just HR and employers in general. But I'm I'm still trying to figure out what does the union have to do with with not being with, able to post details. Uh, okay, so they want the job description general enough so that if they do ask someone to do something, they can't say, well, that's not in my job description, so fuck you. That's the power of the unions. Oh. That's the power of the government unions. So they write these job descriptions such that it sounds like, yeah, this sounds great. I could plug in here. I could plug in there. I could plug in over there on, on this side on Tuesdays, over there next Wednesday. Yeah, I, I, I'd be able to work. Work this out great. I have confidence in my own abilities and skills, talents and smarts. I will be useful for this government agency. 
and and of course they have they they have the old um, they have the old question in there that that is what they really want to get at. They'll have ten to ten questions, and then one of them is the one specific detailed skill that they want you to have. Uh, what was it? That, <laughs> what was that? Well, I don't want to get into too much detail. Oh, okay. But, right. it, uh, how much experience have you had designing blank? And I had to say, well, I've had none. <laughs> so. So were they were they appalled then that you had none and you dare to apply for this job or did they fully well know that their job description was so bland and bullshit that they were going to I mean God almighty they're wasting their time too how many people exactly. well, see, that damn thing let's see they're getting paid they don't fucking care oh. you know they're getting paid so what do they care and I'm sure they have there's probably rules for government employment that you know I scored on this pretest high so they had to give me an interview. And then I suppose they can't say before the interview, look, we're really not going to hire you. <laughs> so it, it, it's just it's putting on airs. It's making everything look legit because they're afraid of getting sued. They're afraid of yeah. equal opportunity coming after them, whatever the fuck it might be. And it just ends up treating people like shit. These progressives, these Democrats, these liberals, these we care about the brown people and the yellow people and the red people and the, you know, everybody but the white people. Um, they they pretend to care. I mean, when it really gets down to it, they should have just said, I mean, the what I'm going to do in the future now is on any any job where I have to drive a long ways for an interview, I'm just going to I'm going to insist on a phone interview. Yeah, or a Skype interview, and if they if they don't want it, then fuck them, you know. But see, they got you by the balls, sort of. It's like if you insist on that, they'll say, "Well, what does he think he's too good to show up for the interview?" Well, you know we're what? not going to hire him. You so. know what? With three point eight percent unemployment, yeah, we are too fucking good. It's one of those <laughs> rare times. Last time it was this good for employees was back in the late nineties when the dot com mania was going. We we're below four percent unemployment, yeah. and employers actually had to act like fucking you know respected uh, human beings. Now, I think there's people that are still delusional, but it reminds me of the time I, the story was being told to me. Um, the, there's some, it wasn't Hughes or Halliburton. It wasn't one of the big ones, but it wasn't one of the small ones either that was working out there in the Bakken oil field. And they had some, some bent, some dits, fresh off the assembly line in HR, and they were interviewing for like uh, uh, oh. Uh, welder manager or some not not an entry level tradesman but a manager a supervisor a foreman type of level uh, of this tradesman and so this company or division is like they, they couldn't find it and they're not finding it they need it you know like millions multiple millions of dollars worth of, of oil is being lost every week so inevitably the, the guy comes down he's like where is our foreman we need a foreman and so they talk to the gal and she was doing all the the controlled interview, uncontrolled interview, and her little HR psychoanalysis yeah. and her fucking witchcraft and burning <laughs> in a cauldron and looking to her crystal ball. And the guy just said, grab the guy, hired him, and says, that person is not interviewing anyone anymore. We need and she she had no clue that the labor market was that tight that you right. can't be fucking around with this witchcraft and bullshit and fake uh, job descriptions and and I, I know the mentality of employers because it's so rare. This is it's like this. Um, they still have yet to get with the real world, but right. unemployment is so tight that some of them are getting a rude awakening very quickly now. But see, government's different. They don't care. That's the problem with government is that um, 
I don't think they really respond to the, they don't really care. They don't, they don't, they're not, there's no profit motive, right? Except for the individual government employee. Mm. So the individual government employees profit motive is there. They want to do a good job. They want to look good. They want to get raises. They want to advance. But as far as the agency itself, they don't give a fuck. They don't care if they're buying, uh, if they're hiring the best and brightest, they, they don't care. They just want bodies they want to look like they're doing a good job. Mm. They, they, it's CYA a lot of times. It's, it's, um, it's just don't make me look bad a lot of times. And, and so it's, it's a really, um, I would advise everyone to not, if you're, in, if you're in government work, make sure that you're in government. Don't be a consultant for government. Make sure you're actually got, you actually have the job security of government and and um and the really good benefits yeah. of government what uh so um, we got a slight echo john can you check your microphone there john can you hear us you there uh yeah i can hear you fine you sure the echoes on my end i have a I, I, I don't know i can't tell i'm not i don't have that ear that most people do say hey bill frank turn it down yeah i don't hear an echo am i echoing when you're talking you're echoing really i don't know what that means if it's on your end or my end but i'm plugged in it's not that bad. It's not vile. It's just slightly annoying. I like to have a top-notch show. We have yet to have one, but I want to have a top-notch show. We'll get there, Aaron. We'll get there. Someday. I was, I was going to say, also working in these municipal governments, like the federal government and the state government and the county, what is that? That sounds like uh, Optimus Prime or something. That's a, that's a plane flying by. <laughs> You got a mute I live, button there. I, I live next to uh, I live next to a lake, and they uh, they have boat planes that take off and land. And when they they take off, they're really loud because you always take off at full power, and they're props. So oh, Sounds like Mister Roboto <laughs> for a second. Yeah. Well, I mean that's that's you know when you live on a lake and you know really oh I just got my place appraised just before the show. Well, what's it at now? Um, well, she well she said uh, it's somewhere between uh, five ninety and six ten. Yeah. So, what'd you pay for it? Uh, one fifty-one. Holy shit, <laughs> dude! Just sell it and get out. Just, just retire, okay? Just leave. <laughs> just go. What are you waiting for? Well, wait, that's the thing, though. I mean, well, I'm gonna do that trip in a, a week or so. I, I haven't decided where. Where am I gonna go? You know, I mean, um, you know, I, I got, I gotta buy something somewhere else. So, where do I want to live? Is the question. John, get a little closer to your mic. You're a little far away. Okay. Uh, is there that any better? There, there are the dulcet tones in there. I was going to say your dulcet tones aren't dulcet. The only reason we have you on is your voice. It's not your opinions or thoughts that matter. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, no, that's the whole question. Like, yeah, it's a lot of money, but where do I go? I mean, I, I you know, I, I like will, to live nice. So I like nice things. I'll, you know? I'll, I'll mail you a copy of Reconnaissance Man. You could take a look at it. It's all outlined right there. Small town. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna. I am gonna go do some recon. Uh, but the thing is, I know that I have to live. I can't live in the middle of nowhere. I know my own. You know, I need. I need to. Well, I need to get laid. So I, I have to uh, live in a city. I, based on what the women look like in the Pacific Northwest, I'd be. Tra- you're not getting laid anyway. I mean, there, you must have found the little cove where there must be a, the the one percent of the hotties that live. But my God, I wouldn't stick my dick in anything I saw over in the cove. <laughs> There's yeah, well, that's, that's that's kind of. I mean, the, the millennial generation in, in general. There's a lot of women that are, you know, just piggish. I mean, <clears throat> but there's, you know, 
when you date, you know, I don't date necessarily women in their 30s, excuse me, their 20s, but women in their 30s, they're, you know, they, they, they start to, you know, they get hit in the face with reality and they start to take care of themselves. And, you know, when you get in your 30s, you can't be shaving one side of your head and dying the other half blue. You know, you, it looks ridiculous. Oh, don't don't count them out yet there, John. New Zealand, out. John. New Zealand. New Zealand is right now. Actually, New Zealand never recovered financially. I don't know, but after the earthquakes and stuff, the, they never really recovered. Oh, they're doing. I think they're doing okay. But that, see, the problem with New Zealand is they've got uh, all the rich people are buying up property there, and um, because that's their get out of dodge <laughs> country if the world goes to shit, and yeah. and so um, and New Zealand sort of left us, and they've got a lot of land use controls and things like that, and so uh, property values just went way too crazy compared to what people could make over there. I think, and and they've got people in power now that are stopping. Uh, foreign investment somehow in properties because it got so far out of control. But literally, New Zealand, the women there, uh, there's more women than men. When I was living there, I was married and it's just like, I felt like I was getting eyeballs on me all the time. It's just like, what the hell is going on? I think the fact that Americans, if you can get over to New Zealand, the fact that you're an American will automatically increase your market value big time. Yeah, well, I mean, that sounds nice, but I'm not moving to New Zealand. <laughs> it's um, great over there. <laughs> yeah, I, well, that's that's a little bit too big. Good of a, coffee. Good too, coffee. Good coffee. Yeah, uh, too big of a leap for me to move to New Zealand. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess the, I probably they only have. I think they only have two cities in that whole country, so um, there's not a lot of oh, places yeah. to move. They, they've Christ got most of, half of their population is in um, Auckland, I guess. So okay. But yeah, so anyway, I, enough about New Zealand. But I yeah, gotta, so, uh, Aaron, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, where, where, where are you, you're living in uh, the Great Plains area there, uh, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. What 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 is what? Could I get a really nice, sweet condo up there? Uh, how much would that cost me? You you don't want to live in Minneapolis. It's no. it's. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, there's a reason DT and I are looking to get out of the Twin Cities. Um, okay. I, I'd be looking. Just let me, let me mail you the damn book. Go through, go through the book. I'll give you the. You're looking at Nashville, Tennessee, Phoenix, Las Vegas, uh, Texas towns. Um, you could you could do Spokane potentially. I don't know if that's going to be big enough for you, but I mean that's the paradox you're going to face. You want a big town uh, with somewhat attractive young women. You're going to go leftist liberal shitholes. Yeah. And, and just either through land use or restrictions or, or local ordinances or laws or because everyone's got to go where all the action is and we didn't piss away enough money on college. Now let's spend 2500 a month on rent. You're just going to deal with overinflated property values. I Honestly, what I would do, here's what I would do, John. Sell that damn house and then go buy some property out on some outer ring suburbs for cash. Just sit on that shit. And then go live on the north side of Chicago for a year. That'll give you a, a metropolitan area. The chicks in Chicago are awesome. It's a fun place to be. It's the funnest time I had in my life except for South Dakota. Um, but South Dakota, there's there's no one out there. Um, I, I w- and then just that way you don't lose your money. You can still go out and then you can sell that property or lease it out or whatever. But it's going to take a while for you to find the place that, you know, John Steele belongs to. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's it's kind of a daunting thing because I've been here a long time now, and it just you know the idea of moving. But I, I'm I'm realizing I'm I'm so my uh, value system is so not in alignment with um, you know with Seattle. You know, I mean, if you're 
if you're uh, you know right of Karl Marx, you're you know you don't fit in here too well. Well, didn't they fucking ban straws in Seattle? Oh, that Is was that- that's California. I thought Seattle banned it too. Are they looking into banning it? Probably. They're looking into, you know, um, I just saw a tweet uh, James Woods put up about how having a lawn is now considered a racist white supremacist thing uh, (laughs) because it's, uh, it's doing damage to the environment and it's a symbol of white suburbia or something. I was like, you gotta be fucking shitting me. I can't believe this. It's, it's I hope, for whatever non-political, apolitical young men and uh, women are out there, do, do you realize why the left is insane? This isn't coming from the right. This insanity, and that's what it is, is not coming from the right. It's coming from the left, the hardcore soul of the left. And I, I can see why the walkaway movement has. They're just, they're just getting nuts. They are so fucking bored. They have nothing else to do that they're going to ban freaking straws, and now lawns are racist. Yeah, lawns are racist. I'm not. I'm not making that up. I mean, someone actually came out. Lawns are racist. I mean, um, uh, it, it, yeah. I mean, you know, what did I? What did I? It was you know who posted it. Uh, I think. Uh, oh no, no. Liz, here's another one that was posted by Luke, our friend Luke. Uh, what was the? What did he just post on Facebook? It was. Some he other said reason. globalism. Yeah, I saw you commented on that. Oh globalism yeah, globalism. Now. Yeah. now, if you say someone's a globalist, that is an anti-Semitic slur. That's an anti-Semitic slur? What? How is that anti-Semitic? I don't know. What's it in the line of reason? There's usually some weak, sad, faulty, flawed line of reason. I don't even see the the fucked up leftist logic in that one. I think Um, there are anti-Semites that will use the word globalist. It's it's always this um, dog whistle. I mean, they've so backed us into the corner on language that now they have to invent, you know, that this word means that, and it's a secret dog whistle. Like, we're all just speaking in code all the time. Like, we've got our little, like, out of Christmas story. We've... Oh, his his computer went bipolar again. It went bipolar. Well, it, on his point, there there is a line uh, from ni- George Orwell's 1984 where, where they say, if you control the language, uh, you can control the way people think. So you just once you take control of the language, which the left pretty much has. I mean, you you know all these words you're not allowed to say anymore. Um, I mean, you, for fuck's sake, you can't call someone male or female anymore. They're like, did you just assume my gender? Um, so I mean, you know, I mean, they, they, I never understood that. How does that mean you could control the people? I mean, wouldn't the people? I mean, at some level, let's let's put this honestly what percentage of the people out there actually believe lawns are racist or that banning straws is a good thing i can't see your rank and file everyday democrat that just thinks the democrat party is there for the little guy i can't see them agreeing with yeah we should ban straws or uh everything is now racist or sexist that there's 31 flavors of gender so I don't see how controlling the language, I, they, they don't really control it. They control it in their in academia. They control it in their little thought police world. But you get out into the real world, most people are going to tell them to fuck off. Well, it, it, it depends where you are, Aaron. You have to realize, I mean, you know, you talked about, see, I think you wouldn't even visit Portland. I mean, you were scared of getting, you know, uh, herpes simplex 15. Yeah. Um, if you go to those places, that's, you, you know, there, there's like, what, what's it called? Like kind of herd policing where the, 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 the community kind of pleases itself and anyone that's stepping outside there, you'll be ostracized or, 
you know, God forbid you go to a restaurant and you say something wrong, they're going to fucking piss in your food. I mean, so you got to be careful in these. I'm not kidding, man. In right. Seattle, I can't have normal conversations if I'm not in my, you know, with among my friends and stuff. And if we go out to, you know, uh, a bar, restaurant, you know, I like to, you know, go out with my friends sometimes, just grab a bite or have a drink. And you got to be careful, you know. I, that's how that's how they they're inventing new things to, you know, new words to to condemn us. You know, if we use the word, yeah, globalist, all of a sudden we're we want to. We want to fire up the furnaces again or something. It, it's well, just, well, see, they're, they're just finding another way to stop you from trying to use that word because leftists ultimately are globalists. They want this centralized, yes. uh, centralized Please, control yeah. of everything. So, yeah. But, <laughs> so they don't they want is, They just need one excuse, though. I mean, think of Charlotte, the Charlottesville thing. You know, I mean, it, it was sort of a non-event, really. I mean, it was, I mean... Some guys showed up with tiki torches. Big fucking deal, right? And then the left went nuts. And and now that is like the poster child for the right, right? I mean, you hear always comes up Charlottesville, Charlottesville. And and it's it was it was completely manufactured. Yeah. So, and 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 so that's what they do. It's all that you just need to give them one little excuse and it becomes kind of reality, like Trump saying. Um, when he was talking about there's some Mexicans that come across the border that are rapists and bad people, right? That all of a sudden you say the lie enough times that he's, he was saying all Mexicans are rapists and thieves and murderers, that it becomes true. It becomes reality and truth in people's minds. Same thing with the Russia collusion. You just keep saying the lie over and over I think, and over I think they, I think they pushed that one too far. I think even the leftist people are sick of that Russia thing, you know, my Russia. I think that they they've overplayed there. Well, the left always does, doesn't that 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 is a component of the left. They always do this, right? Always overplaying their hands. But it well, convinces it, enough people, though. I think there's enough. I think they overplay because they know thirty percent of the people are just fucking idiots and will just lap it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, even today, Facebook came out and said, "Oh, there's thirty eight accounts that are showing signs of being Russian influence over our politics, not over any elections, just posting." stories and po- you know uh, who knows who they banned these 38 38 people sought to conceal their identity even more than the russians last time and that was national <laughs> news 38 fucking yeah <laughs> well i got to read i got to read the chat uh, the stoic says well first he says the paper straws are wrapped in plastic uh, that's funny uh, then he <laughs> says uh, this chat is lame and they never look they never look at the comments i'm going to the older sister podcast um, hey guys we are reading Say, would, say something really. Say something funny, insightful. I promise, I will read it out. I may not be able to read it out that second because I don't want to be rude and interrupt Aaron when he's speaking. But well, did he write something funny, or did you write something rude? Well, the, well there, oh, there's some uh, uh, incredible guy says. Uh, did you hear about the 3D printed guns? Uh, the left is going crazy right now. Um, yeah, I did. I didn't hear all the details about it, but now you can. You know these 3D printers. I don't know if you how much you know about them. Uh, it's theoretically possible to. Um, uh, if someone knows more about this, um, post it in the chat. You can theoretically print uh, a functioning firearm with a 3D printer. Good. Guess I'll go get myself a 3D printer. Yeah, it's with um, the AR-15s because the gun is just, I think, the lower receiver. I can't remember which one, the upper or the lower. That's Probably the lower. I'd imagine That's lower. the entire gun. And so if you're able to 3D print the lower receiver and then buy everything, all the other parts – 
you know, just online, those aren't guns. The parts of the AR-15 aren't the gun. It's just the lower receiver that has the um, the serial number on it. And then you could make an AR-15 uh, basically outside the system. They said it only lasts about two bullets. Uh, Eddie V said a federal judge blocked it temporarily, so there's a TRO on it. Apparently, um, I don't know about that. I don't know if he if he's speaking truth. I'm just reading that what the comments say. I will worry about it later. I, it'll whatever happens happens. Well, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I think the more guns, the better. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm obviously for it too. I just I it's right now we're speculating on an internet chat. But not to not to say I don't believe uh, the people in the chat room. It's just I'm sure. This is going faster than what we could keep up on, uh, right, but I, yeah. I, I there was what a story I was that what, just came out today about it. Yeah. All right, well let let me get back to this because <clears throat> I want to I want you guys to under, explain this to me. Is it the concern that I'm trying to figure out the 1984 Orson Welles control the language, control the people? Is it to the point that it's an escalation where at first it's taboo? Then it's impolite. Then it's so bad and impolite in society that you will get ostracized or doxxed and have your job taken away. And then the final part is where saying whatever word is the latest bad word uh, can have criminal consequences to it. Is that what they're, the slippery slope we're worrying about? Because that's, that's about the only thing I'm really worried about right now. The ostracization and getting doxxed and being fired of which certainly has happened already. Yeah, well, Aaron, that's what's I mean, go back to, let's say, before Obama was elected, like, let's say after he got the nomination, Mm -hmm. um, everybody was against gay marriage, right? Like, you know, he he was even against gay marriage. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he's he's left of marks. So he came out and said, you know, marriage is between a man and a woman. Um, Just just think how dramatically things have changed in the last eight years. We had, you know, th- th- there was no none of this gender fluid, non-binary, other kin nonsense, you know, where people people are now deciding to be a cat and they've passed law. Like, look what's happened in Canada, where it's actually illegal. Like, yes, actual legislation. They passed the law, right. That's where they, I'm that's where it gets dangerous. It's been criminalized to not recognize someone by their assumed gender. And there's no definite and you can just assume any gender you want. And, and apparently it's not it's not set in stone. So you could be fluid. You can be a man one day and on Tuesday you're a woman or or, or, or you then that's your gender fluid day or whatever the fuck. So, yes, this that's exactly what they try to do. And, you know, insanity knows no bounds. It'll just keep spiraling. And eventually because, you know, you were talking about what well, they don't, you know, they, they, in academia, they control it or on their bubbles, they control it. Yes, but these are the bubbles of, of that are go you know that that um, what was going to say that that impact the, the laws. These are the you know the the leftists are always getting their psychos in charge. Like they have that nutcase in California, the governor Jerry Brown. This guy's a total fucking socialist nutcase. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know they pass more and more laws. That's why everybody with money who has a job, everybody that's a productive citizen, is getting the fuck out of that state. Mm-hmm. I think well, they're mostly going to Texas. And then I'm also, you can also kind of see, I'm starting, I'm starting to see the connection now. You can almost see it where, uh, well, Justin Trudeau, I mean, gosh almighty, this is, this is apolitical. It, the, the feminists, they, they want their pound of flesh no matter what. They're going back 20 years because Justin Trudeau, yeah. what, spanked a girl in the ass at a party one day? What did he do? I, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm starting to wonder, okay, 20 years ago, you're at a party drunk in college. You try to kiss a girl. Is she going to come back 
10 years from now, when we've passed law saying, ah, there's no statute of limitations on that, and now we qualify trying to kiss a girl at a party is sexual assault. Well, imagine if it's words-based, too. You're back to your point of, you know, the, of controlling language, and there's words that you just can't say now. I mean, people get uh, banned on Facebook and Twitter for certain words, right? Yeah. yeah. And it just reminds me of George Carlin's bit in 1972, the seven dirty words, right? The words are shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Those are the seven words you can't say on television. There would be a completely different list now, wouldn't it? It would be completely oh. different. It would be another word for transmission. It would be another word for a bundle <laughs> of sticks. It would be another word for black with an ER on the end. I mean, it's just, it would be, those would be the words now that you could potentially go to jail for eventually. Who knows? Yeah, I'm yeah, not, I mean, I'm not it, going it, down. I'm not going down like that. I, if, that's the thing is, I don't, I don't hang out and run in the circles like you do, uh, John, where you actually run into. And I've had opportunities unbeknownst to me before. And I do, I do go to the city. I do run. I must run into liberal people, but they must have a sixth sense about them to know who not to fuck with. Because um, like no one has ever tried to correct my pronoun usage. No one's ever lectured me. Like I purposely will throw recyclables into the compost uh, garbage bin in front of everybody at Chipotle because it's fuck you, Chipotle. I, I'm not, I'm not, I, I like your fajitas, but fuck you. I'm sick and tired of your lecturing and your sermoning. Uh, but no one has gotten in my face, nobody. And the second someone, I mean, that's the only way to fight back at these people. If they say, hey, you can't call her a she because she's a he. I like, I mean, just like, fuck you, make me. I'd love to see you make me right fucking now and just get right. I mean, there will be immediately consequences if you start telling me how I'm supposed to speak. I mean, it, but that opportunity never presents it. So they always go scheming around the back and all of a sudden you wake up someday. Now it's illegal to call a DT a he. Yeah, yeah well, that's, that's exactly what they do. That's the scary thing is, be, well, because the left doesn't like physical confrontations because, you know, they're they, pussies. They, they're they, pussies. Their, their T levels are negative, you know, um, <laughs> So, you know, if you got a T level lower than your IQ, you got problems. Um, so the, the uh, that's that's what they do. Like I, I was just like the girl that came here. She was an Asian girl and uh, nice body on her, but she uh, I'm not into the yellow skin. But uh, um, you know, she was taught. She said, "Why do you want to sell it?" I said, "Well, you know, basically, I'm sick of all these blue head uh, liberal freaks." And <laughs> you know, and I'm sure she was probably a lib. Well, I don't know. She had a real job, so maybe maybe not. She's working in real estate, so but. She had to have a lot of uh, left-wing indoctrination on her. But, you know, I was, I, you know, I said, we're in my home. I'm going to speak the way I fucking speak. I said, you know, my politics are a little bit right of Hitler. And, um, you know, I can't really hang out with these Karl Marx fucks, you know. And I, that's exactly what I said. Though. You know, she laughed. And, you know, I said, you know, we're in my world now. I get to speak how I want. Now you're yeah. scaring her. She's thinking, what other rules does he have in his little kingdom here? Yeah. <laughs> But no, I mean, I was very pleasant, very polite to her. I, you know, I even walked her out and, you know, at the whole thing after she, you know, went and took, she took her notes of my place and she had, uh, it was kind of nice. It was a free thing, by the way. And anybody who lives in, uh, who owns property and you live in a, uh, a city or, or a town that's, um, has Redfin, a Redfin presence, they'll come to your place for free, give you an estimate and they'll break it down. They have charts and everything comparing similar property values that go through your place. They'll talk about the market. Which time of year is best to sell where you live? Um, I don't know why I'm plugging him. I'm not getting anything for what, it. Wait, wait, wait. What's it called? Red Fins? Yeah, R-E-D-F-I-N dot com. 
Yeah. It's and it like what it is is like you know normally when you sell a house you know you, there's a you have to pay a, a seller's commission and the buyer the, the seller has to pay the commission of both his agent and the agent that's uh, of the buyer. Right. And and the way and it's usually three percent each, so it's six percent. It's a big chunk of money when you're talking about like six hundred k. That's a lot of fucking money coming out of right. you. Six. That's a new car that you can have stolen. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Like, by the way, I got a I got a camera now actually mounted in the garage, a wireless camera, so I can. I can see if anyone steals my fucking car. Well, hopefully they. Well, I don't think it's going to happen anymore. But um, uh, now I lost my thought. But uh, you're just saying they basically cut the realtor out. Yeah, so they just take one percent flat, and for that one percent, they'll come in. They they they'll they literally do a video thing of your whole home, like a 360 video. They take all these pictures up. They put it on their website, um, mm. and you, you don't really need a traditional agent anymore because everybody does everything online now, especially like in a city like Seattle, you know, motherfuckers don't go around driving to, you know, like in the old days when I bought my place, a real estate agent picked me up and drove me around a different, this is not like that. Everybody goes online. They know you, you plug in how many square feet, how many bathrooms, you know, what kind of view you want. And, and then it'll, all the properties will come up and then they can go, they can literally click on that property and get like a virtual tour, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, anyone who has property and, and just if you want to know what your place is worth, if you want to know what the current value is, it they'll come and just for free. You know, it doesn't cost you shit except your time. It costs you maybe 45 minutes of your time. That's it. Yeah. No, you can I, you have uh, <clears throat> you can list it on like tr Trulia, uh, even if you just want to get a get a bite, see what it what's what it's worth and what it's out there for. Um, and I was kind of surprised because I was getting bites on my house and I thought I had placed it way too highly. Uh, valued, but as per our previous conversation, I, I'm kind of reluctant to to sell until I got another place to go and buy. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Um, also, you know, but you you learn some interesting things like what time of year is the best time this uh, this to list it. You know, um, uh, things like that. So that, that apparently the best time of year to list your property is at the end of February. Mm. Yep, it's when uh, yeah, right before school gets out. Yep, that's that. Well, families buying houses want to make sure they got their kids in the new school by the end of summer. Oh, that damn! Oh God, that's why. Oh, that's, soccer that's the reason. Drive this fucking real estate market. Oh my God, you're so right. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> you need to go to a good school. <laughs> oh, just for what? For what? Like four years? Are they targeting the high schools, or is it like for the entire K through twelve? Yeah it's, yeah, it's all it's yeah K through twelve. You know, it's they're all on summer vacation at the same time usually. So. Um, you know, it's yeah, before what before Labor Day and after Memorial Day or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Well, they got um these accredited online high schools now where you don't even have to go. Do you know how much I would have snatched at that opportunity uh to go to an online high school and not have to go to school? I mean, right. just do it all online. They have it now where you don't have to actually attend a physical school. You just stay at home. Go online, take your classes in high school, get your your uh, diploma, and then you're done. I would be, I'd be done by the time I was 15. I would have started at 13, been done at. And then oh yeah, I'm out of here. I would, I would, yeah, I would have. I would have graduated high school at 14. But 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 the problem with that is how if you if you're doing it online, how do you know which pronouns you're supposed to use? <laughs> Don't worry, I'm sure it's in the curriculum there somewhere. No, sure. <laughs> That's a you know that would be a great idea though for an enterprising young young man would be to. To, yeah, to go through, get your high school diploma or just right before you get your diploma. And let's say you got a few years left. Then you go to school just to have fun. You know, you don't even have to worry about going to class, right? Yeah, you, you just, just go, go there to pick up chicks. And, yeah, you know. 
Yeah. Exactly. Go to school. They have are you what? Go to school? Go back to the prison? That makes no sense. What are you gonna sit in the cafeteria with your dopey ass friends and like deal with the bullshit of high school? Dude, I'd be out playing, riding bikes, uh playing video. The last place you you play hooky to get out of school. Why would you go back just to fuck with the But team? if you didn't have to if yeah, you didn't you have could, to worry about taking tests, yeah. Yeah, you, you you could put M80s in the toilet. Um <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, just shit to you know, f- you know, do do all sorts of stuff. I mean, if you're not worried about getting kicked out or expelled, or you know, they give you detention, you say fuck that, I ain't going. What are they gonna do to you? You know, oh, they, they you. you're already oh. gonna get your diploma. Yeah, exactly. Had I, I my known, well, fuck yourself. I think it would be great. Yeah, had I known how little power those teachers actually had, I would have. I probably would have gotten killed or gotten a lot more fights, but. The, the amount of bullshit, like, oh, we're going to put you... It's it's the classic double-secret probation. Like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Oh, at-home suspension. I guess I'll go home and do my work and sleep in and watch cartoons. It's just... <laughs> Well, back back to the whole leftists, you know, attacking, you know, when they choose to attack. It sort of relates to what we just talked about here. It, uh, they only attack when they have leverage, right? When they can, When they can, without much effort, punish you when they don't have to risk getting hurt or get, you know, they, it's only when they have the advantage or some kind of leverage that they will, that they'll attack. Otherwise they'll, they'll stay away. I think that's, we were, you were talking earlier, John, about, you know, sometimes you say things and they don't, they won't say anything, right. Or most people, most people won't say anything if you drop a bad word here or there, but if they've got that leverage, if they know where you work or they, they, or or something, or, or there's eight of them. Yeah, or there's yeah, some like way for them to have leverage and advantage. They'll, they'll. That's when they're courageous enough to attack. Uh-huh. And I use, I use air quotes that you couldn't see there. Now you guys want making me want to go like to go down south to Uptown or a Crocus Hill area in St. Paul with a MAGA hat on, and just, just wait, just sit. Well, and did wait. you see what happened in Seattle? I think it was posted on Fox News where there was just some, uh, some kid. I couldn't see his name because he was film. I couldn't see his face because he was filming it, but he seemed like he was really young. And he was just walking. I think it was in Capitol Hill on Broadway in Seattle, and he's just wearing his MAGA hat. And some guy just comes along, grabs it, you know, throws it down, spits on it, you know, whatever. I mean, it was it was unfucking believable. Well, did he get the guy's face and get a file a cop complaint? Yeah, well, it was posted on Fox News, so I'm assuming. But I mean, you got you also you have to understand. I think we we have some fucking liberal cunt uh, police chief here, um, who yeah, I mean, the regular rank and file cops, good guys. I've I've had to deal with them, you know, uh, uh, professionally when I was running this building, and then also w- w- recently with my theft. But um, they're they're good guys. They are they're aces. But the fucking hierarchy, you know, these are all appointed positions, right? You know, they're appointed mm-hmm. by the mayor and everything like that, who are all fucking Marxists. And they they have they're forced to deal with that shit. I love I don't, I'm, I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, <clears throat> the news over here with our police department in uh, Minneapolis, uh, not where DT and I live, uh, but Minneapolis. They keep having shootings, and the shootings are all over the place. And I love how it puts leftists against leftists uh, in the Twin Cities because this. Not to bore you with details or geography, but uh, this woman who was the fiance of this guy who lived. Hang on, I got cops coming. Aaron's being swatted. Yeah. <laughs> they know not to come here. 
That, that, um, that's another thing doctors will do. They'll have you swatted because, yeah. The, but anyway, yeah. Well, so this gal, uh, they lived in Arden Hills, which is the rich trust fund baby elite, uh, wimpy armed uh, baby boomer place that people live. And uh, they're all liberal. They're all leftists. And this uh, fiance of this guy, there was these cops called to the neighborhood and she saw the cops. So she went to knock on their door and one of the cops just reached over and plugged a bullet right in her heart and she got killed. And I remember, uh, remember the story. That was, that was right. a while. And uh, that, now here's where the liberals and the leftists and their policies get all mixed up. This was a, a Somali cop. Uh, the mayor at the time, Betsy Hodges, could not line up to suck enough Somali cock and show her diversity credentials and all oh, we're accepting. Guaranteed he was the they, first Muslim cop, I think, in Minneapolis. Is he, the first, yeah. he can't be the first Muslim cop. I think so. They had some kind of big ceremony about it. That they showed they showed really? pictures. That, yeah, they huh. showed pictures back when oh he made or whatever he made, sergeant or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he made sergeant. Anyway, so they lowered the hurdle so a caterpillar could jump over right, it. Exactly. This guy got nowhere near the training. <laughs> you sent him out. Now he and I think he's under arrest or he, he's getting charges. I know they launched the fifty million dollar lawsuit against their beloved city of Minneapolis and the yeah. police. And it's just like you know, if you had just pursued excellence and safety and good training and meritocracy, this wouldn't have happened. Right. But these guys, and, and that's another reason you got to think about getting out of Seattle there, John, is the cops. Yeah, you're right. The rank and file might protect you. But if the cops aren't going to press criminal charges because they don't like you because you're a white male and they got to prove to the mob that, oh, hey, look. I mean, we got the other thing. What was the other one, uh, DT, where – um. They shot a black guy in North Minneapolis because he had a gun. And he was shooting it in the air and everything. And the family <laughs> were like, we don't want an investigation by the Internal Affairs Department. We want justice. It's like, well, wait, that is the definition of justice. <laughs> well, they're becoming the lynch mobs of, you know, of the past, right? I mean, right. They're, they're, it's, it's a lynch mob. Well, I also, think, I also think a lot of these people just don't want to obey laws. They they right. just they just don't want to obey laws and and that's how simple it is and well, you know, he he didn't do nothing it's like no he did do something he had a gun and he shooting it off yeah, yeah. What the, what the I, I heard it I heard it on the news I laughed because it's like they're protesting the shooting of blah 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 he was just I think they just decided to not press charges I think and so they're going to protest again and they described the incident that it was a it was a man with a gun and he pointed it at the cops and was shot dead. Yeah, if duh, that's not a duh. good shooting, what the fuck is? Yeah, I mean, what, what do the cops have to take a few rounds in the chest before they're allowed to fire back? But but that's, that's again, <laughs> these people do not want to obey the laws. That's it. They don't want to be held to any standard. They don't. They want to be able to just do whatever they want to do. And what's what's sad is you got to think about this. <clears throat> if you think it's a racial thing. This guy is firing a gun randomly, and he was drinking, I, I believe. You know, we'll find out oh, in the yeah. investigation. You know, the malt liquor, right? The malt liquor. Probably. No, I think it was maybe something. It doesn't matter. The whole point is he's he's discharging a firearm in a predominantly black neighborhood. Now, somebody in fucking Wayzata ain't going to get hit by that bullet, but there's a damn right. good chance some innocent black person is. And so I'm, I'm kind of shocked. Like, well, where's the community on this where, wait a minute, you're going to – you're going to you're going to defend this guy who's putting all your lives at risk. Right. Uh, you know, like I, I, there's 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 just this uh, I don't want to say insanity, but there's a gap or a lapse in logic or critical thinking where it's like, hey, maybe you you don't want that guy randomly firing bullets in your neighborhood. 
but no, 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 it's justice. We need justice. And then they, I think they released the camera footage. The cops did have body cams and there's, there's a pistol. And then I don't know what happens to the human psychology. It's like, Oh no, that was, that was just a drink. That's not a gun. That was just, it's like, all right, fine, whatever. <laughs> Santa Claus exists. Um, Bill Clinton didn't get a blowjob by Monica Lewinsky. Uh, we didn't land on the moon and the earth is flat. You know, whatever it is, you got to tell yourself to abdicate or absolve yourself of any responsibility or just saying like, yeah, you know what? Uh, cousin Joe fucked up and it, I, I wish cousin Joe was here, but you know, he was firing bullets into the neighborhood and, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like glad that maybe the, the neighborhood's a little bit safer without, you know, bullet crazy cousin Joe. Yeah. There's probably more people alive today that he's, that because he's no longer with us. Um, someone like that is, you know, talk about a menace to society that, uh, that, you know, he, he, he did do something. Um, you know, oh, by the way, you forgot the Easter Bunny is also real. No, um, dude, Easter Bunny is real, man. Don't you Easter, be? <laughs> yeah, and you, are, you are an Easter Bunnyist, and I'm gonna go dox you, <laughs> motherfucker, for not believing in the Easter Bunny. Yeah, I get. Well, they may, you know, maybe they're against that one though, because that's a Christian thing. So they, you know, because they don't like the Christians either. Uh, I, you're, I'm always amazed. You gotta think like, what's next? They're gonna ban straws. Lawns are right. I mean, you, it, we, we gotta chronicle it somehow. <laughs> Like every year, come out with a every year, come out with a compendium of the dumbest shit leftists said in 2017. The dumbest shit leftists said in 2018. Well, if you have to wait a whole year to categorize it, that's going to be a that's going to be a long list. I mean, you can kind of do it by the week. Um, you know, the, 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 dumb I mean, shit just, weekly, I, liberal dumb shit weekly, liberal dumb shit. That's a new show right there. Someone in the chat, dude, start your own YouTube channel, liberal. <laughs> dumb, because just, just today I got two globalism, globalism, calling someone globalist is anti-Semitic. Right. And, uh, what was the other one? Uh, uh, lawns are racist. Oh yeah. And, and yeah, lawns are racist. That's, that's just today, man. That's, that's just a fucking Tuesday. Did, so, didn't you, you know, didn't you have a guy, one of your aldermen's up there or city councilman or whatever they call him? Um, he claimed that uh, sidewalk sprayers were racist because it would re remind oh, people yeah, yeah. of the olden days when they would get hosed during the race riots. Yeah, because yeah, like when they, they turned the fire hoses on the protesters in the, in the civil rights era. So yeah, that was <laughs> how for a black man. Uh, he was black. I remember that he was he was a Black Panther too. How micro dick does your your dick have to be that you're gonna go and bitch and whine and complain about something? I mean. Holy cow. I, <laughs> no, I do remember that. That was something else. But see, that that's the side that the city is on. That's the seat. Well, he is the city. I think it was a council member or whatever. Yeah, this guy held, held elected office. For right, right. And, and then you got your, your quad gay tripod panzer faust gendered police chief who's, who's going to like not pursue criminal charges or whatever else. Uh, forget it. Just forget it, man. Get, you got to get out of that environment because, you know, the day's going to come, you're going to get shot. Uh, you're going to want to, you know, sue the police department for something or other, or it's, you know, and they're going to say, oh, no, we're not doing a criminal investigation. There's just no reason. You live in a micro-communist dictatorial state. And what's yeah. worse is the people believe it. They're not like, pissed off oppressed Russians who deep down inside hate Stalin for killing their mother and taking all their seed crop. I mean, these people, they, they bought bow at the altar. They actually believe the shit that the city council tell them. 
Yeah, it's frightening. You're right. I got to get the fuck out. You're right. I mean, yeah, I mean, I do. It's just, you know, there's a certain level of inertia when you live someplace for a long time. Hey, hey shout out to uh, Christopher Morales. He goes, uh, hey, Aaron and the other older brothers uh, just bought a house in cash at 24. There you go. Florida. What, what part of Florida? Uh, he didn't say he just says Florida. Uh, and, uh, oh, any new homeowner, uh, homeowner tips? Oh, that's a good question. I wish I had some oh, time to think about good. that. Well, let's, uh, okay. um, I don't Yeah, let's spitball about that. What, uh, what, what are some good, uh, homeowner, homeowner tips? Uh, um, I would do an inspection yourself immediately yep. on your property, even though you probably had it inspected already, uh, to look for things like f- cracks in the foundation and, um, any kind of water damage down in Florida, but I guess you guys don't have basements, so you don't have to worry about that as much. Take a look at your roof. I mean, do a real good thorough inspection and get to know your house very well. And yes. if there are any problems, fix them now, like roof, whatever else. Um, if I would immediately, if he's got, if you've got a house that needs to be painted, I would uh, get siding, side it immediately so you never have to paint that fucker. Um Oh, the maintenance-free siding, you mean? Yeah, yeah maintenance-free siding, uh, your roof, you know, like if take a look at that. Yeah, if you, the thing about water is once you let it, it's like cancer. Uh, you want to you want to cut it out early. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he says, uh, P.S., we'll have a lot of Amazon purchases next week, so he's going to be buying a lot of stuff uh, oh, for yeah. his new home, which you do. That's another thing. So, so uh, uh, be careful with the credit card. Put it in a block of ice so you're not, <laughs> uh, you're not spending too much too fast. Um, look around for the best uh, best prices. You buy, can, buy a set of tools. Buy a good set yeah, of tools and yeah, use YouTube to fix some shit yourself. Yeah, I would say the best tool that I got, I got it uh, for my wedding, actually. And it wasn't on the wedding registry, and Mrs. DT was a little upset about it, but it is the <laughs> single most used present I ever got. I got it from my uncle, a miter box. If you get a get a um, saw miter box. Um and you'll use that on studs. You'll use it. You'll use it. You'll fix everything with that miter box. It's, it's- yeah. And if and uh, and uh, Chris, if you're listening still, uh, another thing I would say: learn basic wiring. Um, yep. that YouTube videos will will teach you how to do that. Learn basic wiring, and there'll be so many things you can you can take care of in your house. You can totally trick it out the way you want. You know, you want to put dimmer switches in and things like that. And uh, so I would do that. Uh, another thing I would make my home as. Uh, I don't know what electricity is like in Florida. I know some parts of the country, like what they, uh, fortunately in Seattle, that's one thing we don't have to pay a lot for is electricity. We, they, they fuck us on our water though. Um, so as a homeowner, you're going to have all these expenses you're not used to. So you're going to have to learn how to budget for them because you are going to be paying for things like water, sewer, garbage, all that stuff that, you know, if you were renting or you were living with your folks, I don't know. I mean, that's pretty impressive. 24. I mean, I bought my place at 24, but I didn't pay cash. I had to borrow. Yeah, I didn't pay cash. Either. <laughs> <laughs> well, 20, um, that's, that's impressive. I mean, my next house I'll be paying with cash because I'm going to be selling this one. But wow, 24 props to you, brother. I don't know how you did that. That's, 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 I, I got to say. That's outstanding. Yeah, that's, that's great. He's, and if you don't fuck it up, you're, you're going to be set for life here. That's that's going to make life a lot easier. Um, one thing I would say, I'm no big environmentalist, but I do like con- conserving because you save money. Right. Um, I would, if you can, um, you know, put in the water efficient uh, spigots and water he- shower heads, switch out any of those high, especially in your kitchen, they might have these like very uh, high energy consuming light bulbs and they cook out a ton of heat. Uh, switch yeah. those out to the low energy efficient bulbs. Yeah, they're, they're LEDs. That's a new yeah. thing is LEDs. It used to be complex because I just put in a new, uh, I, I, you know, I got some man points, Aaron. I just rewired a, uh, a floodlight for my deck. 
um, and uh, they use LEDs because the thing about it, that the reason that light bulbs, the old incandescents, were so efficient was so much of the electricity, the the, the wattage was being transferred to heat instead the of heat, light. Yeah. So the new things are the LEDs, and these things last last forever. They don't. Well, I guess, eventually, I guess they do burn out, but they they, they last so much longer. Well, and um, I, I the reason I recommend that is not only for energy saving, but they do kick out so much heat. I mean, in my kitchen, <clears throat> I had to switch them out because it got too damn hot in the kitchen during summer. I was like, oh, darn. So you can't just open up the door or anything like that. Yeah, this uh, guy's in Florida. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, things like that. And then so, another thing I'd say is your insulation. I know people think insulation is to keep heat in, but it's also to keep the cold in. And so uh, during those summers in Florida, uh, that's going to be your biggest expenses running those air conditioners. But don't make the air conditioner run more than it has to. I'd insulate the heck out of your house, caulk any little cracks or, uh, you know, you want your house to be airtight. Also, so you don't get no critters in there too. But yeah, just a good thorough once over on your house. Mm -hmm. And it'll take a year or two because you got to go through different seasons to fix different things. But after the second year of you being very um, thorough, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for on top of it? uh, Tenacious. Consistent. Yeah. You're just on top of it, you know. You so that that two years of labor is definitely going to go a long ways in in maintaining the longevity of that house. Well, here's another thing to look into, buddy: insurance. You got to have homeowners insurance. Um, so is that research- mandatory? Well, no, it's not mandatory, but it's stupid if you if you spent that much. Because imagine this was pretty much this guy's whole savings he just bought his house with. Unless he's, I don't know, I don't. If he's listening to this, I don't think he's a trust fund baby, so I'm assuming he had to work hard for that money. Um, so it's mandatory uh, if you've got a mortgage. And if you got a mortgage, have, you paid in yeah. cash. So, oh, that's you know. right. I keep forgetting that. So make sure uh, you pay your taxes. Yeah, because when you don't have a mortgage, you're 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 not having your taxes automatically taken out. So the the twice a year or whatever you need to send in the check, make sure you don't miss those. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's another thing. You're gonna have to budget for things like that. Uh, you're gonna have to budget for your property tax so that you know when that big fat bill comes. If here it's in April, I have to pay it. Um, we can split it in half if you want. You could pay half in April and half in October. I just pay the whole fucking thing in April. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm, I, 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 you know, I know it's coming. So you, you got to budget for that. So there's a lot of, a lot of things, uh, there's a lot of things you're going to have to budget for because it is, it is, um, it is an expense. I mean, it, it's an, it's, it's an asset that it, generally speaking appreciates, but, uh, there's a lot of expenses with home ownership. So, you know, you're going to have to really work on your budget there, but the guy that's, you know, to be honest, you probably should be giving uh, giving advice. <laughs> if you're 24 years old and you bought your place uh, with cash, I'm like Jesus, man. You tell tell me how you did it because that that's impressive. That's all. No, I I think I know, Chris. Um, I, Chris, tell me if in the in the chat room, are, we we uh, pester each other occasionally on like Twitter or Facebook, if I remember correctly. I've been banned from Facebook for the next couple of weeks anyway, but I think I know Chris um, from exchanges and going back and forth. Uh, but no, that's great, man. That you bought a bought a house with cash in Florida, no state income tax. Oh, that's great. He's, he, he, I don't even think he realizes how far ahead he is in the game right now. Yeah, I was. I'm thinking, damn, man, twenty four. This 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 guy's set, man. Uh, uh, my advice would be, you know, see, because you got your shit so well together, uh, be careful about women. You're a young guy, so you know, there's a lot of women uh, probably seeing dollar signs. He says he's a teacher, uh, science. Okay, um, cool. Uh, but well, so I guess that's a government job. So you don't have to be worried about getting fired unless you address one of your one of your students with the wrong pronoun. But other than that, you're probably safe because it's a it's a government job with a government union. 
Another uh, thing I'd recommend, um, maybe you get a roommate or something. Not, not a. He doesn't want to turn into a frat house. <clears throat> you don't want to turn into a frat house. Like he's got to have that stable, reliable friend that he can invite over. You know, he can he can pay a little bit in rent. Uh, plus, I think at that young of an age, that's kind of hard to be living alone. I, I'd imagine. I don't know what his social life is like, but it, you kind of want to. He just said he's married. Oh, he's married. Oh, well, never mind then. <laughs> Jeez, this guy's way ahead of the curve. He's, yeah, he's way. Ahead. How many kids? Hey, hey buddy, you, you, you got a book to start your own YouTube channel, man. You you got your shit together, man. This is uh, <laughs> they double it, and the wife works. Holy shit! Wait this, now. Let me guess. His wife has got huge cans and is a 10, and she's a Victoria's Secrets model on top of it, probably, right? Yeah, this is turning into a fish story. Yeah. You know? Like, the fish is getting... <laughs> this guy's life is fucking perfect. I, I don't know. I mean, he's make, living... He's, yeah, he's making all of us feel like shit. Uh, yeah, thanks right. a lot, Chris, you <laughs> asshole. Well, if you... I mean, if you... You got your house. You pick up a bunch of skills learning how to fix stuff up. I mean, it, he's he's got it uh, paid off. He could go get a mortgage on some other property, turn it into a rental property, uh, get some cash flow that way. If it's uh, close, you got to deal with people. That, look, look, he, he's got it. He's, <laughs> he's got it, okay? But he's, he's young and full of energy, you know? I mean, not, he's not he, old and cranky no, like that. Hang on, hang on. R- were you going to go buy a house over on the lake somewhere? Wasn't that your brilliant idea? Yes. Okay, how'd that go? Oh, well, it wasn't really my brilliant idea. I was uh, entertaining the idea. Yeah. Okay, I he the enemy of good is perfect. Yes, right now, right. he's got it. He's got it really good. He doesn't need to rent it out. He doesn't need a lawsuit shoved up his ass by some fucking leftist <laughs> That's socialist jerkwad. Yeah, it was mold. Oh my god, I'm suing. And then, then he's out on his ass. He's got a That's good true. government job. He he's got a wife, he's got a house paid off. Uh, let's just—I don't think we should give him advice. I frankly, I think we well, should just. I, I mean, think we I'm... should have him on the show. I mean, <laughs> he's a younger brother that you know. That, that, no, he he said. Well, he does say maybe this is he owes his success to you. He says he's been listening to Aaron Clary forever. So um, maybe maybe you've been following your advice since he was in high school. So we see what happens, kids. You follow what? Aaron's advice. Start young. And by 24, you're set. <laughs> you know? Hey, there's been more than one success story. I'll say now. If you hang on, this is a good time to segue. If you really, really think you think, oh, Eric, oh, Clary helped out. You can always make a donation. I want everybody to do this. Not make a donation, but check this out because <clears throat> you know, DT, how you had your rant and rave, how you wasted six hours. Yes. I wasted a lot more time than this than putting this together. I finally got the fucking site programmed and looking the way I wanted to, and and here's what's key. It looks the same or it looks good on mobile. That was the problem. I programmed it. It looked fine on a computer a desktop. But when it went on mobile, it looked like shit. So if you all go to olderbrother.com, and in this particular case, if you all think that I am to be thanked, you could go to the slash donate page and uh, you could throw a couple shekels to the older brother crew. And by crew, I mean me. Nobody else is going to get me. You know what you could do, uh, Chris, if if you owe any of your sex, uh, success to uh, Aaron's wisdom, is Aaron has an Amazon affiliate site, and you're going to be hitting the Amazon thing big. So click on a- Aaron's. Uh, you got to tell us how to how to find that link. No, no, I just told you. No, no, seriously, everybody, you you, got, you have no idea how long I worked on this stupid website. Everyone, you guys too, DT and, and I'm John. looking at it right now. Yeah, you're go, flicking me off. Yeah. Go, go to the go to the website and check it out. It came out pretty darn good. 
Uh, I got to check. Well, actually, you sent me the link. I think I briefly looked at it the other night, but I didn't have enough time to really but check it out. There's a donate. You could click on donate, and I got PayPal. Very Spartan. Patreon yeah. and uh, Amazon affiliate all there. So if the uh, yeah, so if you guys, are, I mean, it doesn't cost you anything if you don't want to donate. But if you're going to be buying shit on Amazon, oh yeah, yeah. just do that. It doesn't cost you anything. You know? I'll, I'll say it again. I don't know. I don't know why Patreon exists when Amazon affiliate does because you don't get anything out of Patreon. You don't. Right. Patreon gets ten percent. PayPal's only three and a half, and they still have a donate button that you can do it. But Amazon, it the the only one that loses out on that is Amazon, but they're willingly paying that commission because you're you're driving traffic their direction. So yeah, it's a, yeah. If if you yeah. can get into the good habit of going to you know, it doesn't have to be mine, but if you like to support somebody on the internet and you'd like to see them stick around, um, you know, go to their Amazon affiliate program and buy. I always go because I can't buy through my own affiliate program, so I always go to like Tom Likas or the Great One or. Um, uh, whoever else is out there and uh, throw them a couple shekels. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's a great way to, to help people out. And <clears throat> last week when I did the uh, free asshole consulting day, I knew it was going to take a couple days to see the results of that. Did I tell you guys about that or no? No. I didn't tell you about free asshole consulting. No, you, yeah, yeah, we yeah, came no, up you, with you mentioned prime your asshole. Yeah. yeah, prime asshole. Prime day. asshole. Day. Yeah, that's right. We're going to come up with prime. <laughs> prime ass. <yeah>. Prime ass. <laughs> Uh, so I looked at the sales figures. Do you know what happened? Tell us. Jack fuck all shit. Didn't work. I don't think. Ah, <laughs> oh, that sucks. Well, maybe it, hasn't, would, maybe it hasn't posted yet. I don't know. As, as DT would say, wah, 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 <laughs> Well, I mean, but you, you got a, a lifetime blood oath out of them though. So. I mean, it just means that they didn't go buy something right away. Right, right. No, it's only been a week, but I thought there might be a little bit of a bump up, and there was, but not statistically significant. But we'll see. We'll see if it, if it, if it. We'll find out. And I say three months. In three months' time, we'll figure out if that little yeah, experiment. Yeah, that, that'd be fair. Yep. Oh. Hey, Seneca Chief is in the chat. He says, "Hello, hey. users." <laughs> hey, he has his own van paid off. Screw you guys. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He's still. Is he still doing the van thing? Uh, no, I think he is settling down in the area that he likes. I don't want to give him away. And I think he's courting a girl. He's chasing after a little tail. And um, I think he has a – well, he's always working remotely, but I think he might have a more um, permanent uh, thing. But he's he's seasonal. He does his uh, adventures seasonally. And um, every once in a while, he'll, he'll, he'll text me or something. Hey, I'm coming through town, so he'll stop in every once in a while. Well, he has yeah. the he has the greatest pickup line. Uh, it's you know you go up to a girl and say, "Hey, want to see the inside of a van?" Uh, <laughs> that, that's, here's uh, can you help me it? get this get this in my van. Can you help me? Yeah, help yeah, me get, help this get in the my couch van. in there. Yeah. <laughs> Silence of the lambs on everybody. Yeah. Uh, Mega Mind Swifted says, uh, "I'm 18. Never dated in high school. Now all I need is some skills in electrical work and a job in the trades." Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, Go, you yeah, do? go for that. Yeah. Um, or plumbing. Yeah. Plumbing's a good trade too. People's people's toilets are always backing up and they're oh, always I mean, God, like we talk, I'll like we talk about water's a problem. Water's a huge problem for homeowners, and so plumbing, plumbers always have work. Guess what I guess what I dropped fifty one hundred bucks on this weekend. Shit, did you put oh, in like you would tell me about my water main went out fifty one hundred dollars. Holy shit. And uh, now, obviously, he didn't keep all that. He had to bring out his capital equipment and dig holes and this and that. Oh, yeah. We had like flooding and we had to go to like the you go down to the the park 
bathroom and then uh you gotta hold it and uh it's like when your electricity goes out you don't realize how dependent you are on water but yeah that was (laughs) so this is the line between uh the the municipal between the street basically in your house that you're responsible for correct exactly and so the old line had broken and um like we had a little bit of water pressure but then i heard it and it sounded like it was running like i but the, the water meter's not going i'm like oh shit it's it's because this happened to another buddy's house where you could hear it and if you don't deal with that that can form like this uh what do they call it uh, a sinkhole right a sinkhole yeah, yeah. yeah. Could, your house can fall in and this and that i'm like get the city out here and shut this down now and then they, so they came shut out, they, they shut it off in the street real quick for you and, right uh, right yeah. so it wasn't leaking or anything like that and then the guy thankfully uh and that's the other thing you talk about plumbing it's usually a crisis Oh yeah, you, yep. you know but they want it done now. You know, like it has to get done, and so yeah, plumbers make some damn good money. Yeah, they literally have a gun to your head, uh, plumbers. <laughs> I mean, because no, it's true, you need it done. You can't, you can't be haggling over the price and getting three estimates and you know asking for references. It's like motherfucker, fix this shit now. Yeah, like I, on the, the other winter. hand, yeah. when I needed some sociology work done. I, I didn't pay that bitch for six and a half years because like what the fuck I didn't need it I didn't need the I didn't need her study on the cross sectionality between black women and feminism and how it's white man's fault that that happened I didn't I didn't hey, don't, make don't, don't make fun of feng shui don't make fun of feng shui the creative writing the creative writing doctorate I hired I paid him his dollar twenty five for his three thousand page manuscript like that that was. Paid him lickety split. Zinnikichi <laughs> says, he goes, I bought a $300 bidet. Uh, am I saying that right? Is that bidet, uh, via Aaron Cleary's Amazon affiliate. Um, uh, is that for your van you bought it? Uh, <laughs> Wait, a bidet? Like the... Yeah, like, like, B, what, how do you... B-I-D-E-T. I think it's right. I think, yeah. Is that the thing that, that cleans your ass after you? Yeah, yeah it's the French thing. Yeah, the, 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 he bought it by your affiliate. You know, he put Did he actually do that? His, really? I don't know if you. Yeah, is a cynic and chief we're talking about here? I don't know. Um, that's honest. a different. It's a different kind of asshole consulting there. <laughs> well, he, says, he says I'm the head developer for a local software company making six figures and bought a house for five figures. Oh, okay. He did buy a house. Oh, awesome. Okay, cool. Um, you bought a house for five figures. What kind of house is that? I think he lives in a part of the country that is not San Francisco. Okay, yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, you wouldn't get a parking space for uh, for five figures in, in San or Seattle for that matter. But you will get tetanus. Yeah, that you can get. You can get tetanus. <laughs> yeah, you get a lot a lot of these diseases that that they thought had gone extinct are now back. I think I think uh, you know a long time ago, uh, Forney had a thing about that. How uh, a lot of these places is oh yeah, you heard about that? There was a, a, an Ebola scare uh, in some place where they had a they had a kind of shut down the hospital because somebody had been to the fucking Congo. And, yeah, uh, we've had, uh, with the Somalis coming here, we've had, I think, what was it, measles or smallpox or something? One of these obscure things that were presumably eradicated, and you get like a token amount of, you know, it's in the schools or anything, but... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. The kids could, yeah, and then what you, it gets, in, and kids breed, like, one of the reasons I don't like kids is they, they're, they're <laughs> fucking germ factories. Yeah. Um, uh, what what else is going on in the chat? Uh, hold on, one. Uh, if you type in. Well, we don't have to do the chat now. Okay, no, okay. I was just some, 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 sometimes it's funny shit in there. Usually, I like usually that. wait for the chat for later. That's uh, um, but uh, hey, um, <clears throat> you guys want to help out some advice? Help out what? 
help out with some advice. Sure. Okay. I want to, every once in a while I get an email Maybe. that's worth <laughs> reading. And I want to do start making a, a, a regular contribution to helping out young men. Although we did do that a lot today and women as well. I'm going to anonymize this <clears throat> because uh, unfortunately this is a asshole consulting client that didn't pay, but there's a instructional lesson here. I want to pass on to young boys. Uh, hi, Aaron. I'm in my uh, mid thirties. Uh, highly educated, successful, self-employed, professional working in a uh, mathematical field, let's just say, and living in Paris. I'm contacting you for dating advice. Right? Now, this guy's 35. He's contacting me for dating advice, right? Uh, I was born in France and have a master's degree in mathematics uh, from an Ivy League British university. Uh, he is East Indian ethnicity. Five foot eight and in good shape. My research into dating preferences of women, in my research into dating preferences for women, it suggests women are of all races except black tend to prefer tall white males. This is more pronounced in white women. While I don't have a strong preference, I mainly run into white women more here in Paris. I used to work in a field and due to the recession decided to become self-employed, uh, working on my own and using mathematical game theory strategies to invest my money in another interesting field. I am trying to keep them very anonymous, <clears throat> uh, but this would be more of a hobby uh, that he's using his math skills in. I have generally a very comfortable life. However, I have a lot of problems when it comes to dating. About a year and a half ago, I became determined to enter into a relationship. So he just determines a year and a half to go. He's just going to determine, like, I'm going to go down to Walmart and get myself uh, some Diet Coke. He's going to get into a relationship. You know, like girls who are 32 decide, oh, okay, I've, I've had my fun now. Now I'm going to get married next week and have 3.2 children. Uh, however, not just with any woman that would have me. I have a high self-esteem and pride and wanted a high-quality woman. I started researching PUA. I took comedy classes. I developed my own routines to seduce women and twice a week would go out to 10 to 15 bars in central Paris. According, approaching sets of attractive women with my friend. Uh, we did this for three months. However, we attained zero dates, some numbers, but no responses after sending out a text. I've been told that I am pleasant on the eyes, well-dressed, spoken, and confident. However, in hindsight, the majority, if not all the women we approached were white professionals, and it seemed like we were handicapped from the start. In that, no matter what we did, we would always be fed some BS about them having a boyfriend or married or rejected eventually in some way or another. That's where you just don't call you back. <clears throat> I started researching dating preferences and my intuition tells me that my ethnicity and height and employment situation did not meet the required standards of these hypergamous women who either wanted a Chad or a more stable beta bucks. I did get some interest from white women who I met from social endeavors through friends and playing uh, games. However, there were immediate red flags. One woman who I asked out about three years ago was approximately just paid. I know this is long, but mm -hmm. pay attention to the detail here. A lot of detail. A lot no, of detail. I'm paying attention. I'm because there's a question. There's going to be a quiz at the end of this. <laughs> one one woman who I asked out three years ago was approximately a 30 year old European who worked at a casino. However, I was a low limit customer at the time and didn't have close to my current uh, financial security. She quickly shot me down. Two years later, when I became a high stakes customer and more successful, I post a picture of me invited to a prestigious casino event on Facebook along with designer presents I bought for my sister. The next day after I posted one of the pictures, this is one girl, one girl that he's talking about this level of detail. 
The next day after I posted one of the pictures, she immediately follows up uh, in a chat room I regularly attend, dressed in tight clothing and cleavage, uh, showing with makeup, trying to get my attention. <clears throat> when I bump into her outside, she forcibly says hi to me and kisses me on the cheek. I inquire about her life, and immediately red flags started popping up. Um, precarious housing situation. She's working at that same casino, 33-34. Standard thing about bad boys, chads, beta bucks, nice guy cucks. I dismissed her advances. I noticed a few months later she moved back to her home country of birth and was dating a 40, 45-year-old. <clears throat> Almost done here, guys. All right. Another situation was in a dance class where I met a very attractive young white British lady. However, the first question she asked was, where do you live? I live in a desirable part of Paris. I responded honestly and then asked her the same question. Her area was the opposite, a traditionally undesirable part of Paris, but undergoing slow gentrification due to unaffordable rents and prices in more desirable parts of Paris. There were red flags in this encounter also. Although she was attractive given my poor background growing up, I could tell her clothing was purchased from very budget retailers. Secondly, when I asked her what her occupation was, she seemed to get very nervous. She seemed angry that I asked. I think this was another case of potentially financial and unstable woman uh, trying to get out of debt, blah, blah, blah. I've been watching MGTOW videos. I'm so signifying it here. Uh, I've been put off finding a partner since it seems the only women I attract are those who want to secure a wallet. I'm sure you'll agree that I shouldn't date these kinds of women. But do you think I'm correct in my analysis as to why I was so heavily rejected and whether I should resign myself to being single as I currently have a potentially used adult service provider for full my baser desires? All right. What? Well, where, where's the question? What was? How did he conclude? He's asking if you think he's right. That's the question. His question in the request was, do I think it's a good strategy for him to give up? Yeah, but he's asking you if he thinks – if you if you think that he's right in his reasons for giving up, that that's the reason why he's having problems is because it's all the women's fault. Right, and that, that has nothing to do with the important lesson I have. Uh, I want you guys to draw a conclusion to, okay? Okay. All right. Why is he not getting girls? Uh, I would say it's because he's in Paris, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I, I think, well, it, it seems like this guy, there's a lot of conflict going on. This this guy has a lot of internal issues he, he needs to uh, handle. Um, I mean, j- just the fact that he f- spent so much detail talking about that one chick that he, not, he you know, he, he didn't, he had a quad, I mean, she kissed him on the cheek or something like that. Sounds like he, he's kind of guy to get one-itis. Um, he, it's hard to tell. He could be kind of socially awkward. There's a lot of different things. I mean, I'm kind of conflicted about giving this guy advice on how to meet white women because I'm I'm against the whole miscegenation thing based on religious reasons. Wait, he didn't he didn't he didn't uh, pay, so we're not going to give him advice. I mean, he could he'll get advice in if, if he's even listening. But there's an important thing here. I'll give you a hint. It's in his education and his profession. The, I think I think I wrote down while you were writing. I wrote down Paris. And then I wrote down, uh, he researches too much. Damn, right there. You hit it. You nailed it. Awesome. (laughs) I keep getting these emails and these requests from young men who are disproportionately, though not always, disproportionately uh, minorities. Some typically Asians, although we do get a couple of Hispanics and and, and, uh, black men in there too. And they approach women as if it is a science. He has his degree in mathematics. Yeah. Um, both of his, both his hobbies and his profession, which I kept out, are highly mathematical and scientific, computer programming almost. 
And his solution was to go and approach these girls as if it was the quadratic equation. As yeah, if there's, no, there's no algorithm that you can come up to deal with this. It's it, he he took comedy classes and designed a bit. Right. Like he, he like like there's an equation in that comedy routine that if you start out here and you end there, you get laid. <laughs> right. And this is the point I want to point out to guys because you know once is is once, twice is a coincidence. But three, four, now this is like the 12th time I've gotten this type of question. Like, how do I meet girls? I programmed a crazy supercomputer and imported 16,000 variables. And I did X, Y, and Z. And it told me to hump a fire hydrant on a Tuesday at 3 p.m. And then girls would like me. But I humped the fire hydrant on a Tuesday at 3 p.m. And no girls like me. And I want to get this to the boys out there listening that women are not a fucking robot. They're not a fucking quadratic equation. They're not a computer. They're not a robot. They're not software. They are not meant to be solved. Right. And I get so, so sick and tired. Because here's what's really happening. Here's what's really happening. <clears throat> and I don't mean to, to hurt people's feelings, but I mean to hurt people's feelings. You guys who do this are lazy. You're taking a strength, which is fine. Nothing wrong with taking your strengths, mathematics, logic, reasoning, programming. And you're saying, I will find the magic formula. I'm going to find a love potion that's going to make the big-titted blonde girl uh, from the higher echelons of Parisian society want to suck my dick. When there is no such thing. No such thing exists. You need to go and put hard work into it, namely the gym, and that's what's scaring off the vast majority of these boys. And these guys are constantly trying to sniff around for what am I missing in my formula? What am I missing in my variable? And when you translate that into English, what that really says is, God almighty, I don't want to lift weights because that's painful. I don't want to go and get my ass shot down, although this guy did approach women. Uh, I, I don't want to take my lumps so please, please, Aaron, please, anybody, please, somebody, tell me what the magic formula is. Or tweak my formula or my variables or, or my alchemy here so that, so that it works. And this is where these PUA frauds uh, – now, some pickup artists are legitimate. There's some, some truth to some of this, especially if they tell you, look, it's a sales game and you're going to get your ass shot down and get used to it. But where they say, hey, it's Flippy Flips House McFlipperson, and here's how you get a dick to suck Flip's dick. And for $2,000, you can take my seminar at Los Angeles, and we're going to go out in field trials and all this other bullshit. And that's how they get you. And you guys actually believe, or not say, even I don't even think deep down inside you guys believe that this formulaic bullshit and this robotic approach to women is going to work. You just want to buy the fake hope. Like women by the fake, oh, I got, I got nice hip-showing jeans. I wear black because I'm a fat sow and it makes, black makes a woman look thinner. It's because you don't want to go to the fucking gym. Or I love, <clears throat> tell me if you guys have seen this. John, DT, explain to me why the world's fattest black women will spend thousands of dollars on the most polished up colorful nails and weaves. Instead of go to the fucking gym and eat less ho-hos. Oh. And that's what it is. That's what you nerds are doing. You're the black woman putting on the big nasty nails and the weave with your butt sticking out so much you could land a fucking Boeing 747 on it with plenty of room to spare. 
could just roll to a stop. Don't even have to hit the brakes. That's how wide her ass is. And she's thinking that her weave and her nails are going to go get her some upstanding young black gentleman. It's the same thing where you guys think that women are finite creatures, not creatures. You think they are programs and formulas that can just be manipulated or controlled. And I don't mean that in a domineering way, but like they can be figured out and commanded. And you could see it. You could see it in his background, mathematics. All these guys come from a computer or math or STEM or engineering background. The, He's at the, the casino. He's at the casino playing probabilities. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah statistics there's nothing wrong with that i enjoy no, gambling no. Yeah, yeah right but you, you're getting at his kind of his mindset that there's and when i was young i i thought there were certain rules i mean this is the whole red pill thing right that society tells you there are certain rules and you you obey those rules or you institute those rules and it's supposed to result in you know girls liking you whatever and you find out that that doesn't work and you and you start to wonder, well, what does work? And part of the problem with Pua is that it does work sometimes, right? But I, um, but not yeah, to one hundred percent. mindset, yeah. But the mindset of it of it being a hundred percent that. I mean, I think there are tricks, there are little shortcuts, there are things like that that work. But if if you're trying to have an actual relationship, I don't think it's healthy to 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 be using Pua. I mean, as 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 tricks or as kind of like, I mean, understanding it's one thing, but to having that be the basis of finding someone, I don't think that's I, I when I the other thing I thought when I was just listening to the story is that he just is thinking about it too much. You know, it, it, it's supposed to be fun, right? It's well, supposed to be thing just, I, I, another <laughs> thing I just want to touch on for those listening, not just this guy because he didn't pay, but anyone who's listening to this is in, in somewhat of a similar situation. Um, stay away from uh, MGTOW videos. Um, MGTOW was for people who got married and got divorced, raped, and they can't see their kids. Right? If that's happened to you, go watch MGTOW. But if you're some guy that's just having trouble, you know, with women, don't go to MGTOW. It, you're just—it's just, just going to suck the life force right out of you. Right? <laughs> it's very corrupting. Yeah. And there's here's the other thing: is like there's a artistic aspect, a human element, a luck element. I mean, if anything, it's. It's closer to Texas Hold'em poker where, okay, there is some strategies and, and rules that you should follow. You know, like, yeah, be in shape, uh, zip up your pants, <laughs> wear, wear deodorant. I mean, there's some, there's some rules, and they, and they do help your statistics and your chances. But then a lot of it is luck or the actual artistic aspect, the human aspect, which should be the fun aspect of chasing after girls. You got to figure out how to, all you got to do. I mean, I hate to make a rule so simple. If you can get them to laugh, that's it. So I can see his line of reasoning going with the comedy routine, but if you go to comedy, but you got to be funny. You can't have a routine and a stand up. I would say take improv. That would help because that's, that's, you know, it's not like a beginning to an end script. So if he's some, it sounds like he's willing to try different stuff. So I'd say take improv because that that is, you know, you know what crossed my mind. Do you guys remember that show, um, Last Comic Standing? Remember that I remember when it was I wasn't a regular watcher of it, but I there, saw there was a contestant on it, and it the, when I was listening to the guy's story, it reminded me of this contestant. He, um, his name was Dat Fan, I think, and he was so analytical in how he constructed his comedy bit, he was, he, he would, he would uh, record it and then see how long people would laugh for each joke. 
and he and he had it like all mathematically laid out on how to construct the best comic comedy bit he could. So it was all like research oriented. It wasn't him being kind of naturally funny. He was trying. He was he was um, creating a program to get the audience to react such that he could win this competition. And then all the people that some of the people that lost became much better comedians, much more successful because they were actually funny where this guy was kind of like a one trick pony was like a one hit wonder where he figured out kind of the magic equation for this show. And he, he showed his notebooks with all these graphs and things like that. Oh, here's wow. this joke. And this has got this amount of laughter. And so I can fill up, you know, my five minute bit with this many jokes with this much laughter on average. And it was it. And that's what, when, when this guy was saying his story uh, in that letter, it reminded me exactly of dad fan. And you ask any comedian back then what they thought of dad fan and they hated him. They hated him because he was a fraud and he just figured out tricks. He figured out kind of little tricks that he could play to win this competition. So well, yeah, basically so the guy who has Asperger's went into comedy. Yeah. That's what yeah. It sounds like. Yeah, and yeah. you gotta you'd have to keep this routine up. You'd have to come up with a script every day to make your girlfriend laugh. Right. And then you're simply not being yourself. You have to be naturally funny. DT, when I hang out, do I do I make clever little jokes and quips here and there? Oh, sure. Yeah, because I'm funny. <laughs> that, I didn't study it. I just practiced at it, hung out with people. Uh, sometimes uh, of the opposite sex, which may be rare for some of these, you know, uh, programming nerds. Uh, but it's just going out and socializing and being human. And above all else, just being yourself. And I don't mean that in a just be yourself. Y yes and no. But you, 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 if you get success with this girl by being someone else, now you got to keep up the facade. Now you got to act this entire time. Whereas if you're yourself, uh, you know, you'll attract whoever you attract. It's a hell of a lot easier doing it that way. Then like, well, okay, I went online and I found out that white women over in Paris at between 7 and 8 p.m., they like men who are 6 foot 2 to 6 foot 3. But then when the drinks kicked in, they would lower their requirements to 6 foot 1 to 6 foot 2, assuming you drove an import vehicle. Now, it's like, fuck, how do you, how do you wake up and take a shit in the morning then, man? You would well, you need to take a shit at precisely 7.52. After you're done humping the, the fire hydrant on Thursday at 3.30. So life is not an equation, guys, you know. Um, but but just, just to kind of basically address it, um, there, there really is no – getting advice from women, I mean, look, just there's nothing I can say because everybody's personality is different. So – what works, you know, a certain behavior, don't don't be something you're not, because like you said, you, you're going to have to be spend your whole life or your whole time you're with this person pretending to be somebody else. Um, improve yourself. A lot of a lot of that basic shit that Aaron was talking about. A lot of guys don't do it. I mean, you know, you could have the, the greatest pickup line in the world. But I mean, if you don't fucking bathe and can't dress yourself, well, you know, nothing's going to happen. I just say not worry about it so much. I mean, I'm not one to give advice. I'm not one at all on this kind of stuff. Not at all. Not at all to give advice. But but I mean, I, you think back of uh, when you were younger, what you wish you would have done. Right. As an as an older brother, a lot of times it's the it's well, if I knew if I knew what I knew today and could go back, man, I'd slay the ladies. Right. And it's mainly just it, it's confidence. It's 
having fun. It's just enjoying life, really. I mean, why worry about it so much? I understand I've said this before on the podcast. Sex is always on your mind when you're young. It's like you can't, it's just constantly there. And when you get older, it, it's not constantly there anymore. And you're actually able to relax and just be yourself. And, and, and you have more success then. So there is this, you know, there is that driving need that can drive you crazy. And you just got to kind of recognize that that's what it is and not worry about it so much, not get on this. Um, it's almost like a feeling of desperation that you just, Oh, I got to find somebody. got to find somebody. got to find somebody. No, you don't. You just, you just have to take care of yourself, improve yourself, become a better person. And they're just going to, you're they're They're going to come to you. You're not going to have to do anything. Yeah, well, the one, one bit of actually real practical advice I'd give this guy is pretty much what Aaron said. Go to the fucking gym for three months. Don't even try to pick up chicks. Just, like, right. you know, do your job. And then just notice, like, after three months of working out regularly, like, for real. I mean, I don't, I don't mean just spend time. In it. I mean, actually work out, lift iron. Uh, and then you're going to notice that everyone just treats you different. So that's real, real actual practical advice. Go to the fucking gym. Your whole posture gym. changes. Your whole – your. As you're, I mean, I've been working out for, I don't know, five, seven years now or something like that. And, and I used to have the engineer's hunch, right? You know, you, you know, you, you know, did. Exactly <laughs> what I'm about. You did. the engineer's <laughs> hunch. And, and when you work out, if you're doing it right, it pulls your skeleton in completely different directions and you have a completely different posture. You walk different, you carry yourself different and people notice. I, I will add this. You guys want to do a fun little. Let's all do this, all right? Um, you know, DT, you know Lloyd Cheney, right? He runs, uh, uh, what is he? He's uh, in the Republican Party. I've never met him personally. Never met him. If, if no. you're interested, I'll show you the secret weapon to slaying women's hearts. Type in Lloyd Cheney yeah, and really. Leroy, <laughs> and then do an image search on Google, and it's the first picture. Hold on a second. Do that. Everyone go I, ahead. I and do know it. what you're talking about. So Lloyd, Lloyd's going to be like, why the hell's traffic going? What the hell's going on? <laughs> you see him, John? No, hold on a second. I had to switch uh, pages here. How are you spelling Cheney? C H E N E Y? Yep. And then uh, Leroy. Lloyd, and then Leroy. Okay. Hold on. Now image search. Hopefully, no weird pictures of Dick yeah, I'm Cheney. I'm worried. Some, some, some sick shit going to come up in my. Uh... No, no. Dick Cheney uh, and some guy named Leroy. <laughs> well, I'm getting a whole. Well, uh, there's a, the first picture that showed up is uh, a fat guy with a pug. Dog. That's it. Click on that. Click on the dog. Okay. That's Leroy. If you want to get girls, at least to get in to meet them, you need a cute dog or a little child. Because I have walked Leroy and I have also hung out with my little nieces. And all of a sudden, all the girls that wanted nothing to do with me when I was 23 are throwing themselves at me at the park now. I have no idea what it is, but guys, trust you me. If you got a little niece or a little nephew, or just go grab some random kid, guys, you know, one and a half year old, just grab them. Uh, get a dog or somebody, you know, dog sit. Holy shit. Uh, TJ with Reese, you know, TJ Martinelli goes hiking with Reese. It. Don't even try one-liners. Don't even try approaching women. There's ways to do it. But I cannot believe hanging out with my nieces and walking that damn dog one time. How many just – all of a sudden the cute girls showed up. Like they were all hiding. You know, it's like, ah, no, let's be fat, frumpy, dumpy Minnesota women. You know, let's let's honor our our, our, our state Minnesota State Fair cheese curd horking uh, lineage. All of a sudden the hot skinny <laughs> chick showed up because I had a cute dog or cute little kids with me. 
Well, actually, I, I did dog sit uh, a five-month-old lab, and uh, there's this beautiful place in Seattle called Green Lake. It's where everybody goes to, you know, jog or walk their dog in the summer anyway. And uh, this was years ago, and Jesus Christ, you are right. Everybody came up. I'm like, oh, can I say hi to the dog? Yeah, I mean, the chicks were all over it. Yeah. So um, that is good, but, you know, labs are a lot of work. Um, so I don't know about it. someone. Someone asked in the chat, "Will a cat work?" No, a cat no, won't cat work. won't fucking work. Cat. <laughs> Women don't like themselves. You they want something they don't cat, have. Can you? can you walk a cat? You can't put a leash around a cat's neck. You can, can try. You? Does anybody ever walk a cat? <laughs> but that, that, well, a cat work. That's pretty funny, actually. Uh, the guy says, "I don't have dogs or kids." All right. Well, here's here's a solution to that one. Well, Aaron doesn't have dogs. or for kids, he uses his uh, his uh, nieces, his nieces and nephews. Uh, as far as dogs go, what you can do is um, uh, the, the the rescue dog thing. You can take a rescue dog, and they do have like a window where you can bring it back because you can take the dog. You know, so you could just go to the go to the place, take get it, take a rescue dog out for the day. You know, nice sunny day on the weekend, and just walk the rescue dog. And then bring the bring the poor schmuck back, and he gets put on the death list again. Right? Why didn't uh, you know, Why didn't you like Rover? He didn't give me enough pussy. Uh, okay, we better kill him now. Yeah. So you know, and, and who knows? Maybe you'll, maybe the dog will get you laid, and you'll keep him, and you'll save a dog's life. So you know, that could be a, a twofer there. Uh, that would be a good, honest answer, actually. If you find a place that you know, like the the pound or whatever, and you're and and you know, well, who's the, who's this dog? You know, and 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 you're like, well, I just like dogs so much, I want to take them on walks. You know, when they're at the pound, they're not mine. I just, I love dogs so much that I'll just take dogs out for walks. <laughs> yeah, I think oh, are going to be all like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that'll, that'll work. You know what? Um, that would make a great movie. It's like there's this, <laughs> this seedy, horny bachelor like John in Seattle. He's just all dirty. And he has the New York accent, too. Ah, yeah, I need to get fucking laid. Jesus Christ. Ah, those fucking women suck. Wait a minute. I know. How about it? You know, like you see an ad at the coffee store, huh? And then you go down and look at it. Then you walk the dog and you're walking the dog back. And then, ah, this dog didn't get me like that. Then also you kind of start liking the dog. And then, <laughs> then the next day you go back and get the dog again. Well, we better try. And then like slowly a man and his best friend relationship forms and you keep the dog and he doesn't go to the impound lot or the nice. dog. Yeah. Someone said the Hallmark channel. That, yeah. That's a Hallmark <laughs> yeah. channel movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's kind of funny, but no, that way you can really do that. I mean, if you do the dog thing, it don't get to cost you any money. I think they even will give you a few bucks for food for the dog. If you keep it for a week, um, at these places, cause they don't want to put the dogs down. Um, isn't there a whole dog walking, uh, internet site now or something where I've seen, uh, commercials for it where, Oh, singles in the dog thing. Yeah. Single people, but- uh, but they they hire people to walk their dogs. They're like oh, dog nannies yeah. or whatever. You could actually make money and walk dogs. Yeah, you I don't, don't know if you want to be a dog. Walker. You want to be a dog walker and spend your days cleaning up shit? I don't know about that, but I mean, if it was just walking one dog, you could borrow. Yeah, occasional thing. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it's you like just grab one. It's like that website where it's um, you know, you can hire a handyman for an odd job or whatever. I think I think there's a website where there's dog walkers. You know, basically like How Uber, lazy is it that Uber. people won't walk their own fucking Exactly, dog? exactly. <laughs> most, most people won't raise their own damn kids. They just ship them to yeah. daycare. What do you – hang on. What do you see. have a dog? I mean, that's part of the bonding of the dog is when you take it outside to go for a walk. That's the point of having the dog. I mean, when he's in the house, you're both kind of doing your own thing. I mean, all idea is to take the dog out, play fetch, take it to the 
we have a nice dog park here. You can take it, let it off the leash, and you know, I mean, have a good time and uh, and all that stuff. We got someone in the chat. Jim Johnson, bra keeps talking about Matt Forney. What about uh, Matt? I know, Forney? He's got a big heart on for Matt Forney. Uh, yeah, has he seen Matt Forney? Forney? Matt Forney is alpha as fuck. Where the fuck is Forney? I'll um, be Matt. Uh, maybe yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I I tuned into Matt's show quite regularly. Sometimes he's he's like batting about eighty five percent. He's got a pretty good podcast, and then every once in a while he has a bad one. But so does everybody. Nothing. Not, I always I always plug his uh his new site, that Terror House Magazine. Yeah, um, that's good. That's got uh that's got some good stuff on that. Guys who like to read, that's that's a that's a great site. Now they he wants to know where Matt Forney is. He's in Hungary. At Budapest, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's where Matt Forney is. But, uh, all right, here we go, guys. <laughs> Weekend signs, the five best dogs for attracting women. I know what the best dog is. Absolutely, is, is a lab. Right, hang on, what we got? Uh, where's the list? How oh, they make you go? All right, here we go. Don't have friends at all. Here are the top five list. If you don't have a friend with one of these dogs, you probably own a cat and deserve to be alone. One, German Shepherd. Two, Golden Retriever. Three, Labrador Retriever. Four Siberian Husky, five French Bulldog. I don't know how scientific that is. I don't know the French Bulldog. I don't think so. But uh, I love. I like. To, I like uh, Shepherds though. The only problem with German Shepherds is uh, they their personality, their temperament. They're extremely territorial. They don't like strangers just petting them. Um, wow. They gotta, they got to know you. They could they, they'll they'll, they, they'll they'll nip at somebody. Uh, so that might not be the best. You almost just need a puppy or a small dog. I'd have to say. Yeah, like if you like a pup, I had a pup, I had a five-month-old lab, and this was like uh, it was like a magnet for women. It was unbelievable. Uh, they're high-energy dogs, though, man. So you got to be in shape. I was in my twenties when I did this. So this um, this list, where did you find this list? I just I just searched best dogs to meet chicks, and then I got all these websites and articles about dogs that will eat chicks. In case you're raising chickens and you don't want them, I'm like, no, oh. women. And then, uh, so it's, it's it's not scientific. I I just think any dog, it look any dog would be a good prop. Any little kid's gonna be a good prop. You know, it, it it's. Uh, well, Jonathan Flores says a cat will work if she's she's a cat person. No, it won't work because the cats are like women. They don't they they're they're craving the masculine. So no, yeah, they hate each other. Yeah, stay away from cats, guys. That's just a that's a good rule in in life. And and if a chick has more than one cat, that's that's that should be a red flag. That should be that should be on the Cleary test. Uh, chicks with more than one cat. It's, it is on the Cleary test. The relationship test. It is. No, it's not even not more than one cat. It's cat. Period. You got a cat, you're out. Okay. Well, that that's that's narrow because a lot of women they get the fucking cats. Well, but uh, this is the, the. I even said I think out of there's like the overall and the core. And the core is 10 questions. Overall is 19. I want to get one more in there just to round it off. But the core, very few women score above like 60% on the core. It's just, this is like the dream world. You know, it's not going to happen. It's like women looking for six inch cock, six figures, six pack, and six feet tall. You know, it's just, it's not going to happen. I think cats are okay if you live on a farm. My cock is well over six inches for fuck's sake. That's, that's all they want. Jesus. Um, you mean you mean six inches thick, I guess, around, right? Um, yeah, you and those uh, Washington Sequoia Redwoods up there. Sometimes you can't tell what the difference is. Oh, <laughs> uh, hold on. Uh, oh, here's a here's, Jim Johnson's question. I guess it's a serious question. Uh, can you ask Clary how much you need to retire by forty? Read by your 50. book, right, Clary? 
Well, uh, well fucking... and actually, that, that question is loaded because it depends how you want to live. Uh, right. Um, you know, look, there's a great site, um, and you can change the variables, bankrate.com. Type in bankrate.com and retirement calculator, and you can plug in the figures like um, when you want to retire, how long until you're dead, um, your expected rate of growth on your investments, and it'll give you a number. You could you could toy with the figures. I'll give you a way more accurate answer than what I could give off the top of my head because I'd I'd have to know like where you're gonna live, how much do you spend? Uh, yeah, do you want to spend like you want to be golfing five days a week with you know two hundred fifty dollars green fees? Well, yeah. you know it's it's gonna be a lot more. Um, so those are you know are you <laughs> there's there's so much that goes into that. So you, you'd have to do your own math. But yeah, there's tons of little uh, apps out there on websites you can. Yeah. Figure Otherwise. Stuff out. Re- Read, uh, I got my book, Poor Richard's Retirement. Yeah. That'll go through it in detail uh, and go through the psychology of adequately preparing for retirement. But then there's also Early Retirement Extreme. He did some uh, mathematical numbers as well. I mean, and nobody's numbers come out to be the exact same, of course. But if you're looking for a different uh, mathematical approach, you can get his book as well. Yeah, I would say that you you want – it's more than you think because it, the idea is to try and live off the uh, the interest income – and the dividends, mm-hmm. and uh, it, and then you got to understand, guys. You're, you're going to be paying taxes on that money, so because you don't want to be touching the principal uh, until you get to you get older. So if you're 40, you're looking at you know probably another 40 years of oh, life, easy. if not yeah. more. Yeah. So that's a long time, and there's a lot of curveballs life can throw at you, and you you know chances are you're going to come up with some illness in 40, something before something bad's going to happen. Right. Chris um, will be retired by that time. Good old Florida Chris <laughs> with his fucking. House paid off and his six figures and his hot wife who models yeah. over at Fredericks of Hollywood. He's probably already retired. He probably retired in the 45 minutes we've been talking about. Him. Yeah, he, yeah he, he retired by 25. You know, right. He's 24 now. He retired at 25. That's uh, that's uh, that's a hell of a thing. we got to have that. Guy. He actually, he said he has a YouTube channel. He didn't say what the name of the channel was, but um, yeah. <clears throat> I'd, I'd watch your channel. I'm, I'm impressed. Um, what else we got um, in the chat room there? Uh, women, women like nine inches, not six. <laughs> well, they like 10, not nine. Of course. Right. Okay. Um, uh, hold on a second. Uh, Cabby could tell you us the story of that chick who wasn't so hot until she got all dolled up for a new year's Eve party. Oh, well, I told you guys that you guys know that story, don't you? I don't think I know that no. one. All right. Is, well, it, is okay. it worth We're... telling again or not? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it is. It's just, uh, I had, uh, broken up with the worst woman I ever dated in my life. And this was a little bit before the New Year's uh, Eve 2000 celebration. So we're going into the new millennia. This was the New Year's Eve party to have. And um, I was like perfectly fine not dating, but I had an invite to this formal event at this mansion out in West Bloomington where I actually learned tango one time. So I was playing volleyball and there was this gal and she was a gym teacher, you know, and you could, picture in your mind what it would look like and you want to be too far off. And she had shortcut blonde hair and she never wore makeup. We always played volleyball, nice gal and all that. And uh, really liked her rapport and enjoyed her company. And um, this, this date was coming up and I had an extra ticket and I'm like, you know what, instead of taking a hot, good looking chick that doesn't deserve it, I'm going to take this kind of plain Jane gal. And uh, cause I enjoy her company. She's fun. I said, hey, you want to go to this formal thing? And I said, oh, yeah, let's do that. And she was taller than me. And I think we both, like, there was no attraction. It was just like, we're really cool. It'd be cool. Yeah, let's go. So I had my tuxedo. So I got all cleaned up. 
And she got all cleaned up. And when I answered the door, I'm like, holy shit, you look like a woman. And um, she looked good. And then, <laughs> you look like a woman. <laughs> no, she did. I think she might have said the same thing about me because I, you know, I'm sweaty and got sand on you and dirt and playing volleyball. And all of a sudden, here I am in a tuxedo. And, and we had this just this great night. And then we ended up dating a, a little bit and everything was going great. Everything was going well. Um, you know, I'm thinking like, yeah, I could, I could, I even remember I'm lying there in her bed and every, we're just had, just, it's a wonderful, wonderful situation. And then she, you could just hear it in her voice. She says, Hey Aaron. I'm like, fuck, no, no, what? No, it's so good. Why are you going to ruin this? And, and I'm like, yeah. And she's like, you really don't want to have kids, do you? I'm like, no. <laughs> well, you know, I want to have to interrupt her. I said, look, look, are you having fun? She's like, yeah. Do you like me? She's like, yeah. I like you, right? She's like, yeah. And we play volleyball. We go out and we ride the uh, convertible and we're doing great. It just, and, and, and everything's good now. It's good, right? She's like, I really want to have kids. So, you know, this can't go on. I'm just like, oh, shit. This always has to happen. Was she good in the sack? Yeah, yeah, she was. She was. Yeah, well, she probably, no, I think she was a gym teacher, so she probably, you know, she was a hard body. So, um, she she was more. I wouldn't say like a, a professional athlete, but certainly in shape. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. Um, no, it was the classical whatever tomboy late bloomer type of story, right, right. and then and then let's fuck it all up with the other shoe dropping right on Clary's head with the. So. Um, and what's sad, I can't. I don't even remember her name. I got pictures, uh, but I, I don't even remember her name. Um, and so, uh, and I think last I heard, she got married. She spat out four kids. She's out of shape. That's kind of like, well, okay, maybe, maybe I dodged a bullet there. But well, she knew what she wanted, right? Yeah. No. It was. Oh, this was not a bad breakup at all. This was. Yeah. This. It was good. And I, if I ever see her again, if I could recognize her, uh, which has happened to me twice now, where I've, girls have said, "Hey, Aaron," and I'm like, uh, "Hey." <laughs> Hey, you. Who are you? <laughs> Don't you remember? Uh, were you a dance student of mine? No. Economic student? No. Fan of my blog or YouTube channel? No. We dated for like three months. I'm like, we did? <laughs> <laughs> when? I'm 1998? Well, okay, lady. Come on. Well, I, just... I don't. I don't remember the 90s too well. That's kind of a great, yeah. That blocked a lot of that out from parting too hard. Well, and you know, God bless me. I'm going to pat myself on the back. At least I still look like I did when I was 23 or 24. You know, I still fit into a suit that I bought when I was 19. Oh, that's um, impressive. I, you know, my, I got a more fully grown beard, but I still have a full set of hair. And aside from some peppered gray, I still look the same. You know, I keep myself in shape so that people 20 odd years later can say, Hey, Aaron, you and I dated. 27 years ago and when i look at you and like nothing like a complete blank like your voice doesn't sound familiar your eyes don't look familiar you're you're too fat now for me to even consider like you've changed that much you've let your body go to that much shit and to the point i have not an inkling as to who the hell you are What's really scary is when they're like yeah we went here we went there and you're still like i don't remember any of this but <laughs> you bought me this little you know uh, what was it uh, uh, a duck uh not a toy not a rubber ducky a little uh, the the fair thing a little 
Stuffed Dull animal. Duck. Yeah, stuffed animal. Thank you, stuffed animal. I'm thinking, I can't, I know what a stuffed animal duck would look like, but that's not the one that I probably bought this gal. So, <laughs> oh, so. what else we got in the chat? Uh, well, one is Aaron Torres says, he goes, local bitches don't like me because I don't wear brand clothing. And frankly, I'm too lazy to play head games. How old are these women? Uh, say again? How old are these women? Who, what, what girls care about brand name clothes? Really? Who? It, yeah, I think I, I, Aaron, if you're if if you're having women don't give a shit about your brand name clothing, I, I, I'm guessing that's not the real reason. Um, you know, no offense, brother, but uh, I'd say there's more going on there than that. Um, and if, as far as like head games go, that's just female nature. I mean, you don't have to. They like guys who tell them to shut the fuck up. You know, mm. uh, never give a girl a straight answer unless it's no. Um, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> that's 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 a good rule to live by. Um, Someone I don't think I don't think I've played head games since that gal I dumped before the New Year's Eve. That was the last girl that I tolerated head games with, and that was when I was twenty two or twenty three. And I was like, "That's it, nope." Twenty twenty years, twenty one years, and no head games. Twenty one years head game free. Mm, that's, that's that's impressive. Well, um, you, well, you just don't tolerate it. It's yeah, you not, don't tolerate it. Uh, yeah. And and the, the, you know the, the, the all girls they. The, the, well, I don't want to say all because there are there are exceptions out there. There are unicorns, believe it or not, but don't mm-hmm. go searching for one. Most most girls are, they, they're all going to come with some drama and some baggage, and and oh. especially if you're dating chicks in their 30s or older. I mean, you, you're you're you know, you figure. I mean, by the time the average girl is 32, if she's never been married, I mean, how many you know how many dicks have been inside her? You know, I mean, not to be vulgar, but you know, just think about it. I I remember um, we were in our younger 30s by this time. I hung out with a group of guys over in St. Paul. <clears throat> it was great. They had like this frat house. And we'd all go play video games and get drunk and play poker. It was wonderful. It was just wonderful. And one of our buddies had broken up with his longtime girlfriend. And he was like 30 or 31. And he started dating this 23-year-old. And um, he was wise enough that she pulled off her mind game or a little antics and bullshit once. And right in front of everybody says, that shit didn't work back then. And the sure the fuck ain't going to work now. Get your ass back home. I'll see you if I call you or not. I mean, like, or I'll call you maybe or not. And she just was like, and then she was bowing down to him. She, it's, and I hate to think of something like the shit test, like it's so precise and it's so scientific, but yeah, man, true, it's, it's definitely true. true. It's yeah. true. I mean, and a lot of times you got to metaphorically slap these bitches down and say, shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of my face, and I'll contemplate whether I want to deal with your stupid ass later. Yeah, but, you can't you can't reason with that. You can't rationalize with that. You just ha- you you do with the shit test. You just got to shut it down. That's yeah. true. And even even if it's just a hint, because they'll try and they'll try and like there's another gallery member. She's just in a bad mood, and I'm like, "You all right?" She's like, "I'm fine." I'm like, "Yeah, that didn't sound fine." And so I said, "Okay, let's get going." Hopped up. Dropped her right back off at her place and headed home. Never saw her again. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just not. Yeah, the mind. You don't, t- you don't tolerate mind games. If girls are saying it's your fashion, that's either they're lying to spare your feelings because you're an ugly fuck or you're fucking up or you stink or something. I don't know. There's something more, or, or it's you trying to say, oh yeah, well it's 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 because uh, I don't have fancy clothes. No, it's something else. It's not because you didn't have fancy clothes. I never had a girl say, no, you don't wear fancy enough clothes. Yeah, I've never, I've never heard that as, uh, 
right? women don't, I mean, women want you to be presentable. Yeah. They do check things out. Like, you know, like your the women will check out your shoes to make sure, you know, if, if your socks don't match, chicks, chicks are going to notice things like that. So, which is some <laughs> very basic things you guys got to do. Um, but other than that, once you got the basics covered, you know, it's kind of sad how many guys don't nowadays, I guess, because they're, uh, people are so much of their life is, is online that they're not interacting as much. So, a lot of these basic social things they don't know, you know, like Gen Zers are going to walk out in mass without pants the first day of kindergarten because they didn't know it would not wear because everything was from the fa- from the chest up. Yeah, so I, I'm guessing a lot of the younger guys, and this that's what the show is about, though. I mean, though, I mean, we're not, I don't, we shouldn't be slamming on these guys. I mean, the younger guys, that's the point of the show is to try and help these or young women trying to help them out. So you know, there's a lot of basic things like that that maybe these younger guys that you know that we take for granted. Um, that they never really quite got down. So they're not wearing deodorant, or he's fault. He's followed up with a couple comments here, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he does make a good point that some girls do look at clothes just to see, you know, for the whole. Here, I don't uh, see the need for head games. Just be plain, direct, and say what you want. I agree with that. I mean, yeah. just just be you. Just be honest. Yeah. What what. A straight, well, straightforward. Like, Maybe not like, honest, but straightforward. Direct. That's direct is the right word. Yeah. Yeah, and LA is you know the, the, they use the colloquial, so you'll have all these wow, guys. Oh darn it, John! They'll, they'll have every, just, no. Wait, said it in context. I it wasn't calling someone. But the, 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 the Google algorithms don't give a shit. Okay. Um. Sorry. Uh, the, sorry is, about that. This guy. is the PG thirteen show. This is okay. the PG thirteen um, battleship. PG-13. Um, but the, the places like L.A., you'll have all these people who are, uh, you know, driving a uh, BMW convertible and, you know, wearing all these expensive clothes and eating at fine restaurants. But their credit cards are maxed out. They have right. no equity. Um, you know, it, it's it's all just style over substance. So, uh, yeah, maybe it may be in certain L.A. circles. People care about that kind of stuff. But everybody is a poser there. Yeah, I wouldn't um, want to attract chicks that that's how they're judging you anyway. What would yeah, you, you want? Can't keep it up. You, you know, you you are doing me a favor by not wanting to be with me if that's what you care about. So, all right, John, what else we got in the chat room? Uh, hold on a second. Uh, let's see. Oh, hood. I should have said uh, hood rich is also acceptable instead hood of rich is rich. Let's see, the, the women at my martial arts gym and CrossFit gym uh, are always sucking up and flirting with the instructors, the coaches. Or advanced students. Most of these people have all. Uh, uh, that's the same guy. That's the same guy. I don't oh, know that's, that's Aaron. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's Aaron Torres. Uh, well, one guy was asking about uh, pizza delivery for a part-time gig. Um, awesome. I, I mean, if if it's you know you can make some cash out, you'd have to do the math on it. But um, uh, yeah, I'm for it. I mean, it depends. I mean, I've thought about delivering pizzas during the daytime for just for something to do. Uh, I can't, what, you you get to listen to talk radio or you get to listen to your podcast or whatever you want and you deliver pizzas. You get to drive around. Beat shoveling shit or doing landscaping or putting in, you know, tile. Yeah, it's not, it's not, so. Oh, one thing I will say, avoid, don't do the uh, the Uber Lyft ride thing. That, there was a video on that where they should, you're yeah. getting paid literally less than minimum wage if you factor in gas and the wear and tear on your vehicle. Right. That's a scam. Don't do that. You can um, deliver sandwiches now too, right? Like Jimmy John's, and there's all all kinds of delivery services now. I think you can yeah, probably deliver groceries. looking to make you got you know because you got a lot of energy when you're younger. You probably got a lot of free times. So you don't have a lot of other commitments. Yeah, pick up a second job and just you know and just stop, you know put away the cash, man. Put away the cash. Don't be spending on fucking brand name clothing for Christ's sake. Walk um, dogs. 
Yeah, walked all, Yeah, I couldn't. I wouldn't. I'm picking up poop of dogs that aren't mine. I, we know. We know. It was a joke. It was a joke. Okay. What okay. else is in the chat room? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Other than people just going back and forth, that uh, back and forth about what we, you know, what we've been talking about. Uh, no one seems to have anything really, really specific. Uh, questions. Cool. No, that's uh, all right. We we'll just, I just want to see what's going on. So we'll probably wrap it up here so that we can all enjoy a. a oh, I do. I, I do want to plug something. By the way, uh, tomorrow. Uh, I'm scheduled to do a telethon to raise money for uh, uh, Ann Sturzinger's breast implants. It's called, <laughs> it's, I'm serious. It's a telethon. It's called. It will be on tomorrow at uh, 4 p.m. Central, uh, 6 p.m. Uh, no, no, 6 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Pacific, and what is that? Uh, 5 p.m. Eastern. Email okay. that to me. Totally email that to me. I'll plug okay. the hell out of that. You're going to have a little numbers board? or the <laughs> boop, boop, It's Boop's brand. I got, actually, I got, I got to, if Clary has time, has this I, have, I have an OBS question for him to set that up. And so we're going to be taking donations. Uh, the average price of a breast implant. And you, and you guys are going to get to decide, like, should you go with a, 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 you know, a B plus, a C, a D, double D. I think her frame might On not that be. frame, C, yeah, I was maybe. That. To see, I think she's because yeah. well, she's tall though, isn't she? Kind of tall. You met her in person. Nah, she's she's about my height, maybe a little shorter. But I look, if you're gonna get a boob job, what the hell's the point of getting bees? But if you're a right, small right, frame yeah. with Anne, you don't want to look like you're about to fall over at any second if the wind blows a little bit. So D's out of the question. She's gonna have to go C's. She's gonna have to go C's. So, so, yeah, well, because right, well, right now she's like negative A. So oh uh, oh negative double Z's. I mean, it's like yeah. two black holes sitting there on her chest. Right. Yeah, you know, she, obviously she is from the Great Plains. Uh, <laughs> and oh wait wait, I love I love how John is ignoring my question. I'm sorry, buddy. What question did you ask? Can you type it again? I, I missed it in the chat. Um, Let's see if I can find it. All right. Well, shoot out that information about Anne's. Uh, you're doing a live stream on your channel tomorrow. You said. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, boobs ran. I got it. The reason I haven't set up the thing now is because I'm using the OBS thing, and I'm not. I'm not totally uh have it all down but i'll set yeah, it up yeah you and i got to work on figuring out how to get people on that we got to enlist beckloff he's able to do it but he's talking about like he's got to use skype and discord i'm like how much fucking shit do i gotta learn Just yeah i don't to- want to load a discord server um but th- there, there is a way to to tweak it to where i you know be able to show the pictures we can i mean oh by the way guys this is going to be pg-13 you're not going to see Anne naked okay so if that's why you're interested, no, 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 it's not. This is to raise money for her breast implants. And I mean, you'll see her like, you know, with her shirt on and everything, but you know, you're yeah. going to have somebody in the background that's pretending to be on the phone, like for the real telethons. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> what are your friends? That would be um, really funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like a loop of, of uh, yeah. I have famous people answering the phones, like at right. 9-11 when they were raising the money, they had like Jack yeah. Nicholson there. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I'll, I'll, that, that's a good idea. So anyway, so boobs for Ann. Uh, get it trending. Hashtag boobs the number four Ann A N N. Okay, boobs and then Ann. have you have you done any uh, other recent interviews recently on your channel? Um, I, I had Cleary on last night. Uh, not Cleary. Uh, <laughs> I had Davis on last night. Okay, uh, cool. Just kind of bullshitting. Uh, but because the, the big guy I was going to have on, he's gone dark. He's ghosted me again. So um, well, who is it? Uh, David Cole. Is that the guy you had on before? Yeah, but he was will- he's willing to do a Q&A. He's never done that before. Oh. People all around the world would want to uh He's a he was a that was a great interview. I know exactly where I was hiking listening to that interview because it was so good. I know I know nothing. I I don't know who he is. I still technically don't know who he is today, but uh, back then I was just like, "Oh, this is a very well-spoken individual." I, I enjoyed your conversation you had very much. 
Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was really looking for, and it took a long time to get him to do that. And he didn't know me then. And he actually, after the, funny you said that, after the interview was over, and he's been interviewed a lot by everybody. I mean, like, you know, Gavin McGinnis, and he was on, uh, he was on one of those, like, Nightline type shows and everything. He said that this is one of the best interviews that, you know, he's ever had. And he, he stayed on longer. He only had promised me an hour, and I think we went an hour 40, and then we talked for another 20 minutes afterwards. Yeah. So, it was, you know. it was a good, yeah, go to, go, uh, plug your website while we're here. No, John, John Steele show on and, and put it in the YouTube search, John Steele, no, the, just John Steele show in YouTube and it, it'll come up. But that interview is by the way, just recently, uh, it's behind the, uh, the wall there. You can't see it in a lot of the, I can't, you can't view it in Canada, Europe, like even Forney couldn't view it unless what? he cares. Yeah. Because David Cole is concerned. And if you, you heard the interview, it was totally PG. Yeah. Just, that's why I'm like, what, what, what would it be possibly banned about? Because David Cole was labeled a Holocaust denier, which he is not a denier. We go and you can read his book. We can go into it on the show. He is not a denier. Okay, he just raised some questions about uh, the Holocaust because you know he's 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 a revisionist historian. Mm. And but you know there's a lot of groups out there that have a lot of power that hate David Cole. This guy had a fucking death threat put out on him. He got he got the shit kicked out of him twice. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. He used the term globalist, right? Is that? Is that <laughs> <what it is? laughs> Maybe that was it, yeah. But anyway. Okay. So the chat room's all cleaned up. We're good with the chat room. Um, oh, the guy said, oh, John says he's against possession. This is the question. John says he's against possessionation. So how should this guy meet people of his own race if there are none, uh, None. I guess, where he is saying? Wait, wait, wait. Um, well, you lost me. He's, he's against what? Miscegenation. I, I, I'm personally against miscegenation. It means what mixing. is miscegenation? Miscegenate the mixing of the races. Oh, the mixing of the races. He doesn't. So he doesn't want to date. No, no, no. I'm against miscegenation. Oh, you so are. He was oh. saying how, how uh, you know. I mean, that's my own personal thing. I mean, look, if this guy wants to engage in it, fine. But you know, I mean, I, I guess I that, that was why I, I said I was conflicted about giving this guy advice to meet white women because I think that people should kind of you know play in their own ballpark. He's not white. <clears throat> the guy from Paris. He was he's in the Paris guy. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's dude, that's every Asian immigrant coming over the East Indians and the Eastern um, <clears throat> Asians. That's that's what they see on TV. And they all want the big blonde or the big boob blonde. And then they come here. It's like, you know, what would cure them of that? What? If they actually dated and got what they wanted, be like, holy <laughs> shit, fuck this. <laughs> I'm going to go. There's look to all the arrange by marriage, please arrange it <laughs> to all of you immigrant Asians, uh, whether you're from the subcontinent or East Asia or even the Middle East. Don't you think it's odd that a lot of the American men are like going to your country to get your women? <laughs> right. Don't you think that's kind of like it's like we're escaping and you want to come here? It's, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, OK, you, you knock yourself out. I got a Latino buddy. He's like, man, I just love the blondes, and I just like white girls. I'm like, hey, have you dated any? He's like, no, but I like, okay, one, you, you haven't even dated them, so your game's pretty bad. I'm like, you can have them. Go ahead and have them. You Because in California, and he sees all these hot chicks on the beach. I'm like, you go chase after those LA 9s and 10s all you want. <laughs> You'll find out your cute, uh, cute little uh, Latina, you know, uh, well, there's some hot in, in LA and Miami, man. This, I mean, you you look. I mean, there's some. Good, you know, if you're into, uh, if I was a Latin dude, I mean, I wouldn't be have any interest in the white women because there's some freaking hot Latinas, man. There's some good looking Latinas out there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, I, by all means, you date whoever you want. You'll find out. And um, 
there's I just say where are the older guys going? I would ask where are the older guys going? That's what I'd be asking. So okay, so the chat room's all cleaned up. Let's go through some <clears throat> uh overhead boring stuff. All right, the older brother website is up. Uh you guys could check it out. It's pretty straightforward. There is a podcast page where you have the podcast. You can access it directly on the site, the RSS feed, the YouTube channel, and then also there is an MP3 archive because I know I personally like to just download it directly from MP3. So you go to a podcast, click on the MP3 archive, you'll find it. There's not on one of the main menu lists uh, on the main page. Um, also, for those of you that would be kind enough, especially you, John, and DT, if you guys could take a look at the resources page, which is not complete yet. I just threw a couple things up there so I could test the graphics and everything. I want to get a compilation of the best books, best YouTube channels, best websites, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so if you guys could email me, that'd be great. Also, the official email for the Older Brother podcast is olderbrother at yahoo.com. If you have an interesting story I want to send FAML as it pertains to Older Brother, please do. Do not send requests that would go to Asshole Consulting thinking you're going to get free consulting because you will not. I am America's older brother. I will beat you and I will charge you. So send the questions to help over at Asshole Consulting. But if you have something of germane topic or interest that would be interest of the show or just a good anecdote or you want to talk about chicks with big boobs, uh, send that to olderbrother at yahoo.com. What else? Monetization has still not been approved by YouTube, even though you guys realize we're on uh, episode 12. Mm-hmm. That's like three months. Before. Episode 12. Wow, that's uh, time flies, man. It, it and does. it really does speed up as you get older, kids. Enjoy it, it now. <laughs> Scientifically proven. Yep. Yeah. I. Uh, what's funny, though, is this is just – I know a lot of people are talking, well, when you get sna- the, the, the Super Chats, when you got to get this up <clears> – <throat> Uh, it's whenever YouTube authorizes it. They are now officially – well, we got this thing up and running and qualified for monetization in, what, a month? Is yeah. that about how long? It, maybe a month and a half. So now YouTube is basically two, two weeks late minimum on either authorizing it or not. Uh, the Streamlabs, which I did learn, uh, the OBS is what they call it. Uh, we could take donations through that. Um, but I have yet to figure out how to get hosts on the show – like guests like having DT and uh, John and Ann and everybody through Streamlabs. I know how to do it <clears throat> solo, and so I'm doing all my Clary podcasts via Streamlabs over the YouTube channel, um, and you can make donations there. But it, it looks like we're just going to either – I've got to figure out how to work Streamlabs and have guests on, which is probably an engineering nightmare I don't want to go through, or we're just going to have to wait until YouTube monetizes the site. Good news is, though, I'm off the – naughty list on the other channel in about two weeks i believe so we can in theory do super chats over there otherwise if you Are did you go to facebook jail no i'm not i'm still i'm in facebook jail and then i got a strike against me on my other channel Jeez. so i can't do live streams okay yeah which is the whole reason of having this and the whole reason i want to keep it pg-13 here because this is the backup battleship once again this is the right, nice right. battleship this is the battleship where I say, go through my archive and try and find something that we said was mean and horrible and bad. And uh, <clears throat> then we get the sweet, sweet uh, Super Chats money, inevitably. Uh, so we can't use the word uh, globalist on this channel. We can't use the word globalist, <laughs> and you can't use he, she, or her, or him. 
Um, and you can't. Ha you also, uh, no one is going to be allowed in this channel who has a lawn. Right. Correct. And you definitely would be kicked off of this show if we found out you were using pressure washers to clean your sidewalks. <laughs> the show will consist of us just saying hello to each other. Yes. For two hours. No, oh, no. It'll be oh, like. Uh, it'll be like. Um, what's it called? Demolition Man. Be well. Right. right. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Anything? Any party wisdom, guys? Uh, well, DT, you got anything to say? Something you want to plug? Oh, I, I've, I haven't been writing any articles. I don't. Should I write an article about how even if Anne gets a boob job, ultimately it's meaningless from a nihilistic perspective? Should I do that? Should I maybe? No, no, no. Anne... no you should write an article on why Anne should get a boob job and all you the should, benefits. You just say why Anne's boobs are good for America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's the last thing I got to just say: boobs for Anne. Uh, well, boobs. it does make nihilists happy. I guess that would that would. That'd yeah. be a way to attack that. Happy nihilist.net. I need to get off my ass and start writing again. But uh, and wait, John, you got to. Sorry to interrupt, John. It's boobsforand.com. No, 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 no. Hashtag boobs for boobs. Hashtag, hashtag Twitter it. Uh, boob, B O O B S. I know how to best spell <laughs> boobs, John. <laughs> the, the, the number four, and A N N. So just uh, hashtag uh, boobs. Uh, well, that, that'll be – and I'll put the channel up. I, I'm struggling. All right, all right, all right, all right. We got it. We got it. I'm struggling right. with Streamlabs. So, DT, yeah. continue on. Sorry about it. Happynihilist.com? Uh, hap yeah, happynihilist.net. Net. Net. All right, good. Yeah, write the article up. Why why boobs are good for America. <laughs> right. uh, the, even though even though, even though ultimately – the, the, in the future, you know, it's all meaningless. Right now, it matters. That's why it's even more right important. Now. That's why it's even more important. Yes, it matters, matters now. It right. matters now. I've right. tried to tell women that. I've had a couple guys like, oh, I'm so jealous that your girl dresses up in lingerie, da, 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 da. And I've told a couple women who are friends and also clients, I say, the day is coming, and it's coming quickly. Your husband is going to stop asking for naked pictures of you and he's going to stop asking to wear lingerie. That day is coming. And they kind of look and then they think about it. It's like, yep, it is coming. And you might ask some other girl for, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's the day you got to really worry That's about. That's the day you really got to worry about. But I just, you know, I, I always got a kick out of how I understand that is the woman's moneymaker. That's how they make their money. You don't want to give it away for free. But by God, if you're married and whatnot, pack it in. Have fun, man. Get that yeah. shit and, and do it to the max because the day is coming. The guys could be like, yeah, those are too pruney. Uh, I hope the game's on. Hey, Packers versus the Vikings. Here we go. There's a cool special about Jupiter on Discovery Channel. <laughs> what are you, Joe Souchere? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it. Thanks for being on the show, guys. And thanks for everybody listening. Uh, we'll have this up on the RSS feed and MP3 later. Toodles. <laughs>